welcome to Ship Chasing. When Pete's here, he likes to say the show waits for no one. The show does wait for someone when <laughs> when he's not here. That someone is me. My internet is uh, is already a disaster, but this is gonna be a good show here. We got uh, we got Ben Gretsch, we got Eric Bynford. What's up, guys? We got the frozen uh, the frozen screen <laughs> in the pre-show. <laughs> Pat, Pat didn't want to go live until the screen stopped freezing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Pat, you look like, like a. You look like a pixelated version of yourself too, just like froze. It was like a original Super Mario Brothers. It's kind of like what you what you look like there. I oh, thought that's that actually that, like we. I mean, it that was, was a pretty huge sweet. smile too when he was looking yeah. up. It was like the Step Brothers thing. Oh, uh, I wish we had that. Like, I, I was like, man, I wish this was recording. It was beautiful. <laughs> Damn. All right. Well, my internet may cooperate again, so I'll just if I'm smiling up at the corner, you'll know why. I'm trying to. Kind of recapture the magic, but uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk about the craziness in the NFL this week. We're gonna talk about uh, the superplex format over an underdog to one of those drafts. But before we do that, Ben, do you want to uh, catch us up on what happened with Omni? I hear there's a big soccer upset. Yeah, no, I mean I took PSG in two leagues of my five leagues, two two of my money leagues. Um, pretty stoked, pretty stoked. They were up 2-0 on the aggregate in the second half, and then uh, Real got three straight goals and upset them. So, yeah, PSG's done. We'll get no Omni points. Real is wow. one of the first uh, four teams that have locked in some points for the – Various tournaments we did for a little update on that. The the Ship Chasing Cup, we got those three leagues finished. The Omni Cup, we got all 12 of those finished. Those all got in under the wire. There was three that finished the morning of yesterday morning, the morning of the first the first games. Um, a couple of years in Pete's leagues in the uh, Ship Chasing yeah. Cup went, went through those games into last night. But everything was done by yesterday. I am going to send out an email soon enough to the larger Omni Cup which Bime 4 is in. Um, so people are talking about it in the chat. People are asking about a way to view other leagues. Definitely, we're going to set some uh, some type of overall leaderboard page up. I'm also going to send an email this week, and I'm going to include the links to all the leagues. So you guys will have those um, if you want to check out other leagues. Probably tomorrow I'll send it. I was just kind of busy today. I was We were doing the drafts through yesterday. Um, and then... I probably not going to be sending out a whole bunch of emails. So for anyone who's actually really interested in this and has not signed up for the OmniFancy Substack, OmniFancy.substack.com, that's where most of the emails are going to come with any kind of updates on OmniFantasy in the future. So get get subscribed to that. Awesome. All right. Uh, question in the chat here about uh, rookie wide receivers. Uh, I was prom- I, I had to promise Eric we wouldn't talk about Sky Moore for him to come on tonight. So I, I don't want to dive into the rookie wide receivers here. But, I do. Uh, I, <laughs> I am going to have a show tomorrow with uh, with Davis Maddock, Matthew Friedman, and Anthony Miko on NBC. We're doing uh, podcasts on the rookie wide receiver class. So the answer is no to this question. That I Do I care about Burke's 40 time? I, I really don't. I think it's fine at 225. But we're going to dive into the rookie wide receivers there. If you want to talk rookie wide receivers, Eric, happy to do it. But, you know. Sure I love to on that. listen. I, I I love to play both sides of this fence. I love to play the everybody is trying to be an NFL scout, and I love to shit on them, right? Shit post on Twitter and like make fun of everybody that's doing the NFL scouting thing. But I also love to get my hand in the dirt. Like I watch. I literally on Saturdays, my wife probably hates me during football season. Like Saturdays and Sundays, like I sit on the couch and I watch 
college football all day and then I watch NFL all day on I don't know how Sunday. you get away with that, man. I, my Saturday's wide open. She's yeah. a saint. She's literally a saint. I have to dedicate like a little like a couple of weekends to where like away from it. I don't <laughs> know how she does. Weekends. I don't I don't know how I don't know how I'm still married. I'll be totally honest. <laughs> But I mean, I'm that way on Sundays, but I, this is yeah, why I Sunday, watch a yeah. lot of college football. I, I catch a couple games, but like not yeah. much. So I watch a ton, like a, a ton of, of college football. And so I, ha- I have my takes too, right? I have my takes about Traylon Burks. I have my takes about all, all of these guys because I've watched a lot of college football. Same like I grind college football DFS. And so okay. that just naturally makes, you know, you watch, and you watch, you want, to get some action on Wednesdays or Tuesdays or Thursday, you want to watch the Mac games, right? Like, so you, you just watch all of those games. And so I have all of my takes too. It's just weighing that right between what really matters for like fantasy football and specifically best ball, right? Where I'm focused and where we'll draft later is like, we can get our hand in the dirt as much as we want as an, as a, as a get our scout takes and stuff. But like at the end of the day, most of our takes don't really matter. And so it's like, it's, it's this constant. Bou- but what, what is out. your take on Burks? You think he's good? Yeah, he's good. He's I, uh, good I, I don't have any, I don't have any, I don't have any doubts that, that he's good. Exactly. <laughs> how, how the dogs think he's good too. Yeah. I, exactly how good he'll be like, in the NFL, I, it's tough for me. I actually would. I'm interested. I'm, I'm this question came up because uh, Jesus Christ, they are going absolutely apeshit right next to me. <laughs> but so so college football is so different than the NFL game. And when you have when you're Arkansas and you have a dude like Traylon Burks who is very clear, clearly one of the better wide receivers in the game, and you're like outclassed on offense. I, I struggle with weighing that. Like they're just getting him the football yeah. because he's good. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Versus Ohio State, Jamison Williams. Jamison Williams is my favorite wide receiver in this in this class, and he left Ohio State because he couldn't get on the field <laughs> his first right. his first year. You know what I mean? So you have the Olave Wilson right uh, JSN next year. Like balancing all of that is the thing that I struggle with, not like uh, having takes on is this guy good or not, because I listen to people like you and other people. And obviously I have my own takes, but uh, that balancing act, how do you guys like, like handle that? You know, I think that's one of the biggest things in, in trying to figure out with these wide receivers, if they're good. Uh, Yeah. is that teammate adjustment or kind of like the bad team adjustment. Uh, I think one of the things that I look at a lot is, is yards per route run. And uh, apologies for my glitchy video right now, but uh, I think with, you know, Garrett Wilson, for example, uh, doesn't have the, doesn't have the production we like love, you know, he, he kind of checks all the boxes, boxes production wise, but it's not off the charts, um, but just um, incredible efficiency. And that's something that you saw with T Higgins. That's something you saw with Jalen Waddle. I think it's something that's like becoming a bigger part of the evaluation process because you are seeing kind of these clusters of wide receivers that are all at the same school. And you do have to figure out like, you know, like T Higgins wasn't not getting on the field because he wasn't good. You know what I mean? T Higgins in a different school would have had a massive market share. T Higgins when he was on the field was absolutely incredible, hyper efficient, but like Clemson didn't really need him to be that guy. So I think Waddle, Waddle, Waddle's, Waddle's Waddle another example. Waddle yeah. was the fourth best wide receiver on Alabama at what as a freshman 
And, you know, if, if you compare him to a kid who, you know, Sky, I'm not comparing him to Sky Moore, but Sky Moore is naturally going to break out earlier because he's right. at a school that, you know, doesn't have Devonta Smith and Henry Ruggs and Jerry Judy on it. Right, exactly. And and Jalen Waddle's yards per hour run off the charts. Like when he was on the field as a freshman, incredible. Uh, he, he also dealt with an injury in his final season. So he has a shortened final season where, you know, his career would have looked much stronger production wise had he not, had because he, he was playing very well in his final season. Um, so, yeah, I think Jalen Waddle's an awesome example. I think with Burks, my read on Burks is that, like, you, you want to talk about the efficiency, his yards per route run. Uh, was three times higher than the, than the teammate average at Arkansas. So it's not like he was, you know, just kind of getting fed targets and doing pretty good, but not great. You know, he was just off the his yards after catch were off the charts. Uh, you know, he was just dominant. He was just truly dominant. And I don't think, you know, I think that I think that'll translate. You do see uh, he was used out of the slot mostly. He was he did get a lot of his he had 20% of his yards coming on screens, which is the same rate as Nikhil Harry. And the LaVisca Chenault was also incredibly efficient in yards per route run. So you do have that, you know, that's not necessarily gonna guarantee anything that, that the guy was efficient. But Burks also had a deeper A dot than Chenault. Uh I, I don't think he's gonna be, you know, quite as reliant on like scheme stuff, but uh it's, it's definitely a concern. I think that's the kind of the, the key thing to parse right now. To your, uh, your question, Eric, about like how to balance some of those like film takes and things you were saying, I think I would say for me, at, like as an analyst over the course of the years that I've done this, I mean, I think I've always been someone who's tried to pay a lot of attention to like additional context and layers of information but the, the further along that I get and the more years that I do this, the more that I'm certain that there's no one size fits all for anything. And I think everyone that I see who starts out in fantasy wants to find a stat. I wanted to do this when I was starting out, wants to find a stat or some type of analysis that's going to solve every like every every question. And I think the biggest thing that uh, my answer to, to like your question, the biggest thing that I like try to drive home and I think about all the time is like, like it's every, like I, I don't try to bounce it. I throw all of that in the pot. Like if it's even yeah. just one more little thing, I'm throwing it in the pot. If there's, you know, I don't think injuries are, are that significant, but, and I try really hard not to be biased on certain stuff, but like if, if a dude like legit looks like he has a serious injury problem, he's constantly getting hurt. And they're like, the types of recurring injuries that and then it's like, okay, well, I'm going to throw this in the pot. This is one more risk factor for this person. Um, it, obviously I'm, I'm going to be way more on the production side, but like, like Pat was just saying in the chat, doesn't really care about 40 unless it's like super bad. Like if a guy was really productive, but then all of a sudden he's like an outlier bad athletically, like that's going to be a problem probably. Like we're going to have to throw it in the pot. Like maybe this guy just can't play at the next level from a physical standpoint. Um, but even if it's something that I don't care about, like I'm going to check it and make sure that I don't care about it. It's not like a huge outlier or there's something significant, uh, in respect to that guy. So I just, yeah, I mean, I, the more and more the point I was trying to broad point I was trying to make is like the more and more I, I do things in this industry and the more and more guys that I see with different profiles hit or not hit. I mean, a lot of it, you know, is a variance and there's, there's some luck to it. But for me, a lot of it is just like you, you got to recognize every player is, 
independent. And like the thing that's going to be the, like the, the specific thing that drives home, whether that guy works or not. I mean, like the big thing right now is who's the next Debo. Well, like we, nobody wanted to envision Debo 2021 last off season. Everyone was saying he can't get any downfield work. He doesn't have the right type of usage. Uh, you know, we talked a lot on here, Pat, you had that awesome stat last year about how he had was one of the few receivers to have yeah. a 2.0 or better yards per hour on his first two seasons. We yeah. talked about on ship chasing him several times and we took him everywhere and we weren't really trying to predict his usage or basically just like this guy's too good to be this going in good. the range that he is. Yeah. 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 Especially when you can do cost adjustment and you're like, this guy's just too good to go where he is. I don't know that we were necessarily predicting anything close to what he did or getting those air yards or whatever. And now it's like I had oh, no idea how he was going to do it, right? <laughs> you know. And now it's like, who's the next Debo? And it's like, well, we didn't we didn't see the last Debo coming, and what Debo <laughs> just did is something like we've never really seen. You know what I mean? Like people want to compare it to Percy Harvin. I don't even think it's that similar to Percy Harvin. Percy Harvin was different. Anyway, it, it's uh, every every player. It's is more similar to like much. Christian McCaffrey than than Percy Harvin. You know what I mean? Right, like it might be. <laughs> yeah, I think I, I, so. I think. Uh, two two things that um, from what you said, Ben. The first is the Debo thing is so perfect because, uh, and it aligned with everything that you were saying, where people just want to have something to work off of, right? Give me something that has happened that I can latch onto and say, this is the reason why this guy is good, or this is the comp, right? The Debo thing is like, I need a comp for this player. I like, and then there was no comp for Debo, right? He was this weird archetype of of a player that we have basically never seen before christian mccaffrey is the same way and there's there's tons of them right i mean calvin there was no comp for calvin johnson he, there's he no comps the for anybody off. there isn't yeah. there's and, no comps you know, for anyone. The issue with comps even when there are good ones this is the other and sorry to cut off your point eric but the, the, no, the you're thing fine. that i always think about with comps or have learned this is like part of this point it ties in so well the ones that are similar whether they hit or fail is like sort of hard to tell why and like i think one of the examples i would use is like keenan allen not not very athletic great production profile but not very athletic not particularly huge doesn't do a ton after the catch low a dot doesn't doesn't rack up air yards why is that guy an elite receiver well i mean i i think you can actually say it statistically it's because his targets per out run is, is so elite. he's just that good of a route so like he, he has gets that trick. Fucking open. He he's knows how so to get open. Good at running routes. He's a top yes. three guy at running routes, and so that's his trump card. But most guys that you would comp to Keenan Allen are are probably not good bets. You know, I mean, other than the yeah. fact that he had the massive production profile, which was part of how good. Well, but he that's was. how. Well, that's the other thing is that yeah. If I'm comping a guy to Keenan Allen, it's because he came out early. <laughs> he's probably he's like a day two pick type. He <laughs> was very productive. He's like roughly the same build, and he and he has a chance of kind of being a guy who plays in the slot and on the outside. He's like sort of like versatile in that way. That's like how I would comp someone to Keenan Allen. It wouldn't be because he was a great yeah. route runner necessarily. But so like, there's also so like uh, but the Metcalf. real comp, but the real comp is the route running. Like yeah. from a true on the field right. comp, it's the route running. But and he might be unique we, in that regard. But we can't. Yeah, right. But we also can't truly like actually make that comp you know what i mean like it, that's yeah. too difficult to, of a comp to make Great. with all the context of college football we don't everything. have data for that yeah we, there's we no way for us for to yeah. ex exactly that would be just someone saying like and 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 this is all subjective right there's a scout that says 
this guy runs routes like Keenan Allen. And like, maybe he's right, but how do we actually know that? We don't, we, we don't know, but the comp is the route running and get and getting open. Yeah. The production is of course something that maybe is an indicator, but it's, it's just um, an example of how difficult that whole process is. I think. So I was just going to say Metcalf is a dude that I think a lot of people think hit just because he's such a good athlete, essentially. Uh, his production profile wasn't really incredible in college. Obviously, he played with A.J. Brown. Played so with A.J. Brown. There's a huge part of it, right? <laughs> he also but had a guy. So, I think it was Brown. Maddock recently that brought up Doriel Green-Beckham as like – and oh, so my point yeah. is like even – they were like similar guys, right? As prospects, Pat, you would know better than me. But like they're both really good athletes and – Maybe DGB wasn't quite. As I think. Good of a, I think. Uh, I think Metcalf is a, a stronger prospect. Yeah, um, DGB had like off the field stuff. Uh, right, but so Metcalf that's the point right. I'm trying to make is like it can be off the field stuff even that makes him feel right. Like even within that comp, even if there is a comp, I don't know that the comp's useful because I think for almost every type right. of player, there's like guys that have hit and guys that have failed, and there's a sliding scale, and it's like yeah what part of this massive group of this, this potpourri of, of things that we're throwing in, what was the the one that made this guy hit or made so this I, guy not hit? I have an article coming out. Uh, at part one on comps, we'll on comps, tomorrow. you're comping every prospect. I, and I'm comping, I'm comping all the, I'm comping the prospects to like five or six different, different uh, wide receivers. Yeah. Cause I think it's useful in that way. And I think people want them. And when I'm thinking oh, yeah. about them, I'm like, I'm like, how does George Pickens fail? It's like, well, what if he's Justin Hunter? What if he's a really skinny <laughs> downfield guy who, you know, isn't actually that fast? He ran a four four seven. I know he's coming off an ACL tear. Maybe he's much faster than that. But, the, you know, that's another red flag, right? You got to hope that there's more there. Obviously, didn't do much. I didn't even run very many routes this season. So I'm basically throwing that out. But there's like... There's questions. So it's like, well, who has failed that looks like this guy? Who has succeeded that looks like this guy? Kind of looks like Terrace Marshall. He kind of looks like Sidney Rice on a which is kind of a medium comp. Um, kind of looks a little like CeeDee Lamb in some ways. So I th- I kind of throw out a bunch of guys as how yeah, that's how a I great do. way of doing it. I love Casey's comment. Uh, he says so basically Sky Moore is Sterling Shepard. Got it. Which I <laughs> I mean it's just funny in its own right, but also my question would be, is that meant to be a positive or a negative? Because yeah, exactly. Like, that's was Sterling Shepard a hit or did he just get hurt a lot? Like he's had some positive right. traits, you know. I think Sterling well, Shepard's good. I think yeah. Sterling Shepard's pretty good. Yeah, Sterling Shepard's a good outcome. Uh people compare people to Devontae Adams, and it's like which part of his career? The part where like <laughs> people gave up on him in Dynasty and made fun of people he for drafting a, him, or the part he where he's the best round pick. Yeah, in redraft, he was like a 17th, 19th round pick by year three. He was undrafted in tons of leagues. And that's when he yeah. broke out year three. He was Yeah, year three. Everyone thought he was the worst player in the NFL. Tyler Boyd, sure I, I, I put somewhere. in. I think I comped Sky. Yeah, one of the Sky Moore comps I used, Tyler Boyd. Tyler Boyd was left for dead after a second year. So, yeah. Sean, Sean Siegel was the only guy drafting him. Yes. Both of those Shocker. guys. Adams and, and Tyler Boyd still was <laughs> yeah. on them. Oh, yeah. Fucker. Um, <laughs> it's unbelievable. There's a bunch of questions here about like locking and stuff. Uh, let me get your guys' thoughts on this. Unless you have any more prospect take. Actually, Eric, do you have any guys that jumped out to you? I, I didn't get any of your. Give me, give yeah, me those so, takes. So, I, I was gonna bring up a guy who I was originally on that I'm now like really backing off, which is frustrating. But it, uh, it was a running back, and it was Kyron Williams. 
I was pretty yeah, excited for Ky- I was I was really excited for Kyron Williams. Um, the production is definitely there, and then the way the 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 archetype of production is really like a lot more of what I, what I like to look at, and uh, particularly at running back, right? So we talk about in fantasy all the time, like is he going to play pass downs, right? We did the Antonio Gibson thing last year, right? How many times did we talk about Antonio Gibson? We're like, he just needs to get on the field on passing downs, right? He needs to play third down. He needs to steal from JD McKissick. Well, how do you do that? You're A, a good receiver, which Gibson had, and B, they trust you in pass protection, right? That's the thing that fantasy people always overlook is like, Joe Mixon, why did Joe Mixon never, and Joe Mixon still doesn't always get on the field on third downs. Why? Because he's not a good pass protector. And we can say that that doesn't matter as much like we can tweet about it and tilt about it as much as we want, but NFL teams care about it. And so I like to look at that kind of thing. And Kyron Williams for as small as he, for as small and unathletic as he is, is a badass pass protector. Like he's really, he's really good at it. And he's, he's an excellent receiver. Like he's very good in the passing game. And so like all the production and those skills were a thing that I was like, holy shit. Like if this dude, lands in the right spot we're getting a guy that has every skill that we're looking for in fantasy to to give us some upside in a late round pick and then he goes to the freaking the freaking combine and runs like i would out there you yeah. know and, t- and jumps and jumps like i would and it's, it's like, a great example of like all those things you said matter but maybe his athleticism is just not there you know like yep. maybe that's the the defining trait it's hard. Which sucks because yeah. I was I was I was excited for him and I'm, I'm much less I, I was actually hitting him a lot in er, super early underdog drafts and I've really backed off and we'll see I mean we'll see if he gets early draft capital and some team says that they don't care then it's different but right now I um, I'm kind of backing off the other guy um, I mentioned Jamison Williams that that's my guy I think if Jamison Williams didn't tear his ACL this wide receiver class would be viewed a little bit differently I think um the Ohio state thing is being held against him a little bit when he was behind a bunch of other first round picks and he was the youngest of them all. And sometimes that's just how it goes in college, right? Justin Fields transferred, Joe Burrow transferred. It happens. That's just what happens. And I think that's being held against him a little bit. And then he went to Alabama equally as strong, probably stronger program, definitely stronger competition and was, obviously not Devonte Smith, but he was basically their version of Devonte Smith this year. And from an athleticism standpoint, he's a little small, right? I think he was 179 at the yeah, combine, was one, but he was I, 179. Yeah. I, I personally don't really care about that. Like, dude, I could put on five pounds while we're on the show. If I really wanted to like that, if he really wants to gain some weight, like it's not that big of a deal. And so I'm, I'm, I'm not really that worried about the, the sure weight thing. Yeah. <laughs> That's don't, not the don't. way we want him to gain. That just, that just <laughs> yeah, starts exactly. taking his 40 time back. <laughs> Listen, please don't, please don't try to shit on my point. I would, I, if you would like, if you would like for me to prove it to you that I can gain, yeah, we believe you. We just don't know that it'll help you play football. We need muscle. Mass. It definitely, it definitely won't. Help. I mean, I couldn't play. I can't even side total side story. I like sprained my ankle and hurt my back walking my dog the other day. So if that tells you about how broken down my body is from, uh, from, from all my years, but anyway, Jamison Williams is the guy that I think some of those things that um, we might hold against like a, like, like if sky more, if it happened to sky more, we would hold that against him, but we're holding it against Jamison Williams when all he did was 
the best program in the country was like, Ohio State doesn't want him. Yeah, I'll take him. And then all he did was absolutely light up the SEC. Um, and then just, I, I you love know, the, the ACL. Because we're, we, you have. You, I love that point because you have to you have to assume the Ohio State coaches were rational to make. You know, we always talk about like the assumption of rational coaching and everything, and even at the NFL level, right? Are they are they smart to play the right guys? Like, yeah, like if a guy's good enough, he should work his way onto the field. But this is a situation where there are four really good receivers that we're talking about, so someone's going to be the odd man out, and like, were they going to make the right decision? I don't know. You'd have to assume that they would to to assume that that matters. The counterpoint is what you just said. Nick Saban said, wait, he's available. We're going to bring him in and we're going to make him a star yeah. on our team immediately. So there's kind of a pretty quick counterbalance there. And I actually trust Nick Saban more. Like, yeah, I'm right. Like, okay, well, Nick Saban was like pumped that this dude was available, got him to transfer, and then played him. I'm, I'm going to assume yeah. that Ohio State made a mistake. I think it's a minor red flag because, I mean, it's not like they didn't have awesome production from the wide receiver position this past year as well. Sure. Uh, Smith and Jigba, who who is a year younger than um, than Williams, and then Wilson's the, in the same college year, uh, Alave obviously a year ahead. But it's not like ideal that he had to transfer yeah. to get on the field. But it's also not a huge deal to me. I mean, growth isn't you, linear though either. You yeah, know what I mean, like right. we talk about that in the NFL too, where like he was eighteen or nineteen or whatever. Like sometimes that right. shit happens, you know, and right. and. Right, and then he has an incredible year for Alabama, and a nice big sample too. That's that's one thing I like about him is that we got 15 games. So even though that's the only season they did anything, it's a pretty long college season. I mean, like some of the college seasons you're looking at are like eight or nine games. So you get you got almost two years out of him in that one year, in a sense. Uh, you know, you got a big sample in that one year, so that's good. I don't the the ACL thing, man. Just from like I, the way I know these dynasty markets work, it does scare me because. Okay, so like, how does this actually play out? Like, when does he get on the field, uh, and then is he good? You know, like we just saw yeah. George Pickens, he gets on the field. His his ACL tear was in March, so three months later. But you know, he basically, I think he ran like a total of thirty two routes in all of twenty twenty one. Like, he, they just got him out there to to show that he was healthy enough to to declare for the draft, basically. So, uh, you know, if we get like four or five games uh, from a healthy Williams. And maybe, I don't know, maybe he's not even fully healthy. It's, he's, he won't be a year removed from his ACL tear by the time he plays. So right. is this the time to draft him or do you wait until the discounts roll in next year? Yeah, that's probably right. You know, that's yeah. better than anyone. I, I, that's what I, I was actually, I'm happy you brought that up because I was literally earlier today looking at my longest running like dynasty team, which I've turned into a monster somehow, largely listening to you, Pat. Um, and I have a multiple first round picks and I'm like trying to think uh, Jameson, as I've obviously communicated is one of my guys and like figuring yeah. out how to appropriately value him is like a big deal. Cause I want him, but like, you know, how do you value him from, from that sense. And then just my you... take from, from a best ball perspective, I'm just going to talk, toss this in. I care a little bit less. Maybe that sounds silly, but um, I'm, I, we just did the comp thing and I'm about to comp him to someone, but like when you draft a guy super late, it doesn't, I'm not saying it doesn't matter what he does to start the year, but you're betting on him to win you a best ball tournament, right? right. Amon Ross St. Brown didn't provide you shit for like 10 weeks at least, but 
he was the rookie that ascended. Now the Jameson Williams ascension would be different, right? He, it would be like, we need to get you healthy and get you acclimated, but he's a better football player than Amon Ross St. St. Brown is. For sure. So you're, you're kind of betting on the same thing. Like let's get acclimated. And then like, dude, it's wheels up week eight or week 10 or whatever. Maybe he, maybe he, you know, spikes a couple times before then, but you know, in the playoffs, it's like, he's, he's back ready to roll. <clears throat> yeah. I, in I dynasty, that's... in dynasty dress, where's he going? In the first round and like early ADP, he looks like he's like a, a late first, right? I haven't, I haven't even dug into the dynasty ADP. I, I know that I think Matthew Friedman had him as his number one wide receiver, or would mm. I? I'm I did not see sure. That. Yeah. I'll, I'll talk tomorrow, but um, but I people like people really like him, and I get it. Like in all the stuff I'm looking at, he basically grades as high as everybody. Yeah, I mean, like I think the if he was healthy, I think there would be to me, a clear top three of uh, Burks, Wilson, and Williams. And then I kind of have Drake London like a tick behind those guys. But then with with the ACL tear, I have London ahead of Williams. Uh, but I still have Williams as my wide receiver four in the class, even with that risk. I mean, he's a pretty strong profile. I mean, I think that... Oh, that's basically what I was going to say is like, I think the market's sort of adjusting correctly unless people still haven't won. But like to your question about like, is now the time to get him or later? Like you just don't take him over the guys that have similar profiles that could potentially produce from week one. Right. And then once those guys are off the board in your rookie drafts in the later first or whatever, yeah, you can definitely take Jameson Williams and it's more of a long-term, you know, you're understanding that, you're probably not going to get a value increase in year one, right? And so, like, there's still a, a fair value for him, and it's probably in that range because of the fact that he has an ACL tear. Like, it doesn't actually seem that complicated, I guess. Yeah, that's fair. Um, where are you at on Sky Moore, Eric? Are you in? Uh, I'm, I'm in the middle. I like to just joke and uh, shit on every guy that you guys talk about and hype up. Now that's my new, that's my new, that's my new 2022 bit is uh, I'm not buying into the guys that, you know, when you guys are rolling the clip on a guy, that's going to be the guy that I'm going to like make fun of on Twitter. I've, I've pivoted to that instead of like buying in on it, even though I'm still going to draft him. But uh, I'm like in the middle, in the middle on Sky Moore. I have uh, a little bit of concern on him just because of kind of, the way that he has won over the course of his career. Um, if that, if that makes sense, um, which is both a good thing kind of and a bad thing. I mean, getting open off the line of scrimmage, which is like one of his, one of his strongest traits is like a big deal. Like that, that that's yeah. the thing. Like you, you have to be able to get off the line of scrimmage, like uh, putting my true hand in the dirt. Like we, when I was in college, we played press man, like uh, we played press man coverage. It's like your entire like that's how we dictated the defense was by screwing up timing and, and getting in the wide receivers, you know, hips and everything. And so when you have a dude that just, you can't touch at the line of scrimmage, that's a wildly uh, important trait. However, he doesn't really win in a lot of other ways, <laughs> which is also like a little bit of a red flag in, in a small conference, like coming from like, they don't, they don't play any defense, you know, where, where right. he comes from. So, um, uh, I'm like kind of kind of in the middle. I totally see the case for him. So he's one of the ones where one of the million guys like in, in fantasy football where I'm like, I, I totally see the case for him. I totally see the case against him. I'm not going to make any crazy hard stand against this guy. 
you know, like there are guys where I'm absolutely willing to take a hard stand against. And there's guys who I'm going to take, uh, you know, an overweight position to, but he's just kind of the guy where I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not fading this dude, but I'm, I'm not going to go super crazy either. That makes sense. Where are you at on Drake London? He's kind of a guy. I, he's I feel so like hard. The way he's that really, he's a really hard, really hard. I think. Yeah. I saw um, one one uh, uh, Dwayne McFarland from PFF. I like I like to follow him. He always gives some really good insights. He talked about uh, basically London's like inability to win against uh, single man, other than like jump balls, other than other than jump balls. Which I mean, don't get me wrong, uh, that's a big aspect of the NFL game. So it's like sometimes we hold that against guys too, right? Like Devonte Adams obviously is the example people always jump to on a ton of different things, but. He, he wins by getting open, but he also wins by he's when he's not open. <laughs> right. He just he like, if you're not open and you can make plays like Jamar chase does that Jamar yeah. chase gets open, of course, but like Joe Burrow just throws him the ball and he goes and gets it. That's actually one of the most valuable skill sets you can have. And London has that like <laughs> in spades, it's his best skill set, but you do have to win in other ways, right? Like if he could do what sky Moore could do at the line of scrimmage and, and from a speed perspective, like, I mean, you have like a truly, truly elite prospect, but he can't do that. So that's the thing that I struggle with is like how to balance these like very clear flaws that someone like London has with the thing that he can do. Like literally right now, Drake London could go catch jump balls in the NFL as good as literally like basically as good as anybody. And that's my struggle of how do you weigh those those things? Trico out says uh, Vincent Jackson was never open. The, it's true. one of those one of those weird things where Drake London weighing nine more pounds at the combine than he was listed made me like him a lot more because he's two nineteen and now I'm like he's huge. Okay, if you're if you're two nineteen, you know Josh Gordon was two twenty five when he came in. Like now I can start to see that side of it where like Vincent Jackson was two forty one or something. So that's out. He's never he's not Vincent Jackson unless he's just gonna you know have about five nights like you're about to have Eric. Uh, it is march madness i'm gonna be on my couch (laughs) watching a lot of basketball and eating pizza so (laughs) mike evans was 230 so you know like i don't see you know anyway i think with london that's that's still a little concerning i think it was 231 even it's a a little like the jump ball stuff um you know he's like that he had the same number of contested catches uh as nikhil harry in their final years, you know, you, you do start to worry about like, does this guy have a translatable skill set? He's not actually that athletic. I, I would really like to see his time. Um, I think he's going to work out because his pro day is in April. So I think we're yeah. going to get times or at least jumps on him. And that, that would make me feel better. Um, well, he's going to jump. Have you seen his, he played basketball. He was a, yeah, sport. yeah. He's a basketball he's, guy. Yeah. He's like, he, like it wasn't a certainty that he was going to be a football player. He just ended up that high school dunk contest. He, he did a dunk, 540. Right? I've never yes. seen a 540 dunk before. Okay, so right? you're right. He's His jumps will be fine. He's a freak. He's a total freak. <laughs> it's just straight line speed and probably agility. It's 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 that. It's not like yeah, yeah, pure yeah. raw athleticism. It's not burst. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Drake London 540 uh, dunk for anyone who hasn't seen it. High school dunk contest. Uh, ridiculous. <laughs> The coolest Sam. thing I've ever seen. If one of you guys wants to pull it up, we can we can show it. I I, I can't. I, I love that I Sam. We're we're up. a half hour in, and it's already somebody saying, "Let's demonetize and pull up another <laughs> highlight video." Well, Sam, you we were we're way ahead of you. 
<laughs> I'm pulling it up. I didn't even see talk. this, and we're already doing it. Um, you haven't seen his his. No, his, no, I've uh, seen the dunk. I, I didn't see. Okay. I didn't see Sam's comment. My internet feels like it's being slow too. So if it if it crops out, we'll just blame Pete for not being here to hold our yeah. hands. While we wait for that, how's the mood in uh, in Washington right now? What? Uh, I almost called you Wentz. Oh, it's I'm not good. Um, I would say my my answer to that would be uh, listen to Stealing Bananas if you want my full take because we did an entire episode on it this morning. I I had some thoughts on Wentz or on like all the um, QB movements on on Russ. He's talking about Washington State. Oh yeah, yeah, with yeah, Russ yeah, yeah, leaving. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. So uh, yeah, no, it's not great. It's not great up here. Oh, we got this up. <laughs> all right, you guys ready for this? <laughs> oh baby, oh, don't. Oh, no. How does he get the extra 180? <laughs> oh my Jeez. god, that's so sick! Oh, it's that's a nasty dunk. That's a nasty, that's a nasty dunk. dunk. I think. All right, I think he'll be all right. <laughs> I think he'll be all right. Actually, I I vaguely do. You guys remember there was like a video of Devonte Adams dunking, and I think it was like while he was kind of sucking and it, it gave me hope it gave me hope for Devontae adams and here we are so the dunks, <laughs> the dunks are uh are predictive yeah dude he's drake london's gonna be good i've decided i'm, I'm off that clip side. off that clip that yes, was it off that clip that clip is the trump card there's you gotta throw everything in and the 540 dunk is the is the trump card for drake london <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ben did say he'll take anything and, and throw it in the anything. mix. <laughs> and then that five forty dunk, that's something. That's definitely something. Uh, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna get us going on a draft here in a few minutes. Uh, Let's do it. Chat. Can I get Can in. I get you guys takes? Um, I know Ben, you already talked about it, but Pat, what about your takes on the QB movement or Rogers' lack of movement? The Rodgers one, I think the only fallout is Aaron Jones, who was going like way late. I was I was drafting Jones pretty regularly. Mm-hmm. Um, I even got him in, in a final draft, uh, I think in the fourth round still, of one of these slow drafts happened to be on the clock. Um, so that to me, I'm like, you know, I, I imagine that discount will evaporate very quickly. Yeah. It already has. And then uh, I think A.J. Dillon's more interesting, but I don't know. I mean, I don't. MBS, we don't know if he's going to be back. Lazard, uh, I don't think he will. I don't think MBS will be back. <clears throat> yeah. So, so there's nothing. I mean, Devontae Adams wasn't at a huge discount, so there's really no impact. Uh, and then the Denver guys were maybe like slightly juiced for the for the <laughs> for the Green Bay thing, but now their prices are going to come up more. So, uh, I, yeah, I think to me, I kind of want on the Denver guys. Uh, I want Judy first, but if there's like a two round discount, I'll take Sutton there happily. I think Albert O will probably be too expensive at some point, but I think he'll he'll be a value for the time being till until we ruin it. Uh, we're definitely gonna ruin it. We're definitely, we're definitely gonna, gonna ruin, ruin it. it. Oh, we're gonna ruin it so bad. <laughs> Wait for that. It'll be a seventh round pick by August. Uh, Javante Williams, I think, has a shot to be like the one oh five. So, uh, I think, I think taking him, like, I guess my, my take on the Denver stuff was like, buy now because it's yeah. only going to get more expensive. Like, even though it feels like, well, oh, which everyone one you, got good deals. 
Right after the off uh, end of the season, Bynfor had the tweet where he would take Javante one hundred two. What? But which running backs would you take over him right now? I mean, I don't know that there are men like JT Taylor, and CMC. That's it. That's it. That's it. Swift. He's my one. I made him my one. No, I'm, I'm not taking any of the 25, my, my, my 26, 27 year olds. Your RB. I'm not doing it. RB three. Yeah. Cooper Cup goes ahead. I, I put. Yeah. Cooper I would Cup take Chase ahead of him. And Chase. Devontae. Yeah, I would take Chase, Justin Jefferson, Jefferson ahead of him. So sure, the question the guys. question becomes the wide receivers but versus like him. on the running not back the running list, backs, not the, the, the 25, 26, 27 year olds, the Derrick Henry, uh, Dalvin Cook, Alvin Kamara group. Obviously, Kamara's got other stuff going on, but um, like I don't think I'm taking those dudes over a second year back that mm-hmm. has what what Williams might have ahead of him. No, I do like Dalvin Cook, but at the same time, I mean the the ceiling's higher for Javante. I think just like the pure ceiling. But Melvin Ooh. Gordon could be back. So Najee, I'm taking Javante over Najee, dude. Same. I already am. I was like, oh, we did a spaces, and I was like concocting this this uh, this off season where uh, the Steelers get like Mariota as a bridge quarterback, and then they draft Malik Willis, and Melvin Gordon leaves in free agency. I was like, now are you guys taking Javante over Harris? Meanwhile, I'm sitting back like I think I already am, <laughs> <laughs> but I just want I just want you guys to see it. <laughs> yeah I, Javante, is anyone going to make the Najee case because I don't want to no I, I'm, I'm not making the volume case over the the superstar and the superstar offense but Javante so the difference actually really is is not even just like honestly comparing too much about them what Javante is to me now that we 100% know that Russ is there is like uh, I've stolen this this from Ben now for a year or whatever but Small loss, big win, even like as a first round player. How do you, someone explain to me. That That's all right. I even, stole that from Sean. Literally, <laughs> even if Melvin, <laughs> seriously, if Melvin Gordon comes back, how do you truly like really lose on Javante? You'll, you'll let you like, you might lose a little bit, but like he also could just be JT up two years ago. He's right? Miles Sanders. Just, right. That just takes it. That just takes it. Over I love that point. He's a, he's a small loss. Exactly right. He, I mean, there's, there's Miles, no he could be lose. Miles Sanders. He could be Miles Sanders. You no, lose if can't. he's Miles Sanders. No, he's yes, he a, could. too good of an offense he's, to be Miles Sanders. He's not my, he's, Miles he's, Sanders has been no. an efficient rusher. Miles Sanders has been a very efficient rusher. Yeah, but he's, but how does he have a zero touchdown outcome? The offense matters. Yeah. He doesn't have a zero. I don't know. I'm not predicting that. I mean, come on. You got to, I'm yeah, but to, that's how Miles Sanders advocate. lost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you have, if you have to say he's like not going to score, if you have to say he's not going to score a touchdown to, to say how you lose. Like, well, yes, I agree. Well, I don't, I don't even mean. I just from two years ago as well. I mean, what two yeah. years ago he was a, he was a, basically a bust, and he was yeah. going in the 109, 110 range. That's yeah, that's more what I mean. But um, why was he a bust? Like he didn't catch enough passes, right? He didn't catch enough passes. Yeah. And, and touchdown like, luck went against him, I think. Was a really good And he got receiver. banged up some. He got banged up enough. It was really annoying. That's the run. The offense struggled. I mean, the offense That's... could struggle. God, I hate making this case because Russ is going to smash. But it could You're making me possibly struggle time. in year one. Year one, new offense. Russ hasn't looked the same since mid-2020. I hate I'm really this. Hope. I'm, I'm really hoping going to yeah. crush. I want you to start <laughs> freezing. I'm hoping your screen freezes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're and you're even you're making that this case that's hard to make that he's like a medium uh-huh. loss, but he's not a big loss. You know what I mean? Because I don't think he's actually Miles yeah, Sanders. I, I, 
quite like it like that's as much of a range. disappointment as miles sanders was because i think 2020 I, miles sanders is in the range of outcomes it has to. i don't i don't 28 catches so. all right well then we should be drafting running backs much much more often than we are if, if no we should be drafting javante williams well, yeah <laughs> I, i'm saying javante williams is gonna have more than 28 catches he's gonna have more scoring opportunities than sanders had in the eagles 2020 offense at least a, a, a little bit more right you think he's he ah, we don't know it. that Melvin Gordon's gone. Okay, if Melvin Gordon's back, it's a different discussion. But I, I thought we were. I, sort of I still think, especially now, he's not. He's not like the one hundred three right now, or the or the one hundred five, or whatever. Right? He's a end of the first round. We'll get into the super flex. Yeah, thing. I like him there. He's like he's there. he's he's quite cheap in in super flex because literally the first like eight picks are quarterbacks in every draft. I just don't. I, I still struggle, even if Melvin comes back. I still struggle, right? Marlon Mack came back for the Colts. Different. different. I know it's different, but they also had Naheem Hines. They had two guys. Mack was coming off an Achilles tear. Melvin Gordon was good last year. I mean, I know, but I just struggle to see, and and that that is an absolute big negative. I just struggle to see the big loss in no matter yeah. what the situation the big yeah. loss there's a loss absolutely in the range like he's probably a medium i mean loss i've just the- already decided mentally that melvin gordon's coming back but i'd also decided mentally the seahawks were not trading russell wilson so take that for what you will I'll yeah, just yeah i don't excited. i don't think melvin gordon will be back because this this trade kind of changes the calculation like it does if he wants any kind of money he can't go back they have 20 what 24 million total left or something i think i saw that on on twitter they have like 24 million and they need some upgrades elsewhere. They can't be spending mm-hmm. multiple millions of dollars on on. I mean, I guess they can, but I think it would be unwise. It would be um, unwise. And, and and people love to. We we talked about this in our in the, the Spike Week Discord, where people are like, "Well, Melvin said he wants to come back, and they said they want Melvin back." It's like, well, I mean, yes, in a totally ideal scenario, mm-hmm. but everybody loves to to spend other people's money or or. Like tell other right, people right. to take less money. It's like this might be the end for Melvin Gordon, like money wise. So you're going to tell him to take I, I, like ten I'm million dollars it, less. I'm shocked it's back. not already the end. He's yeah. so clearly at the tail end. Like I can't believe that he's. he's I mean, someone's going to give him, but someone's going to give him money. He's still performing, he's still dude. Melvin Gordon's good at football. <laughs> like I he's, had to give that props. I thought he was dust too. And I, I was like, this whole year, I was like, he, this guy hasn't played a, a whole lot of 16 game seasons either. And he stayed pretty dang healthy this year too. He he's not a, a one game. He's not bad, but I think he's got less in the tank than like James Connor or something. Yeah. James Connor's like four years younger, not four, but at least two. Melvin Gordon's like 29. James Conner's like 26, yeah. 27. All right. right, so I, this is it. I right? wouldn't be paying what? him a goddamn dime. No. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, no. Melvin. You're still very good. You're worth nothing to me. I'm sorry. But that's why <laughs> he should take – this is it. This is the end of – if he if someone offers him $20 million or whatever, right? no. I, I, that's an exaggeration. Oh you know what I mean? But you you know what I mean, right? If somebody I think he could him, get two fifth for 15 mil, maybe. Two years right. for 15 mil, maybe. But Denver cannot give him – They can't give him right. 15. Doug makes a good point here – or, or uh, an interesting point here. He says, this is the time of the year you draft Javante as RB3 and the Broncos re-sign Gordon to F your team all up. The way that I would view this is actually the sort of the exact opposite. This is a time of year where – because Javante might be a consensus RB3. If Gordon yeah, it's, a, it's actually the opposite Correct. situation. This is this. a time of year yes. you can draft Javante as RB7 for a long time, and then later yeah. in the summer he is RB3, and all right. of your teams have him as 
the 110. You know, I would love to. Yeah, Gordon's priced in. Drafts. I would love to be loading up a Javante in the back half. Of Gordon's the priced right in. Now. Yeah, or the risk of Gordon is priced. The risk in. is Gordon priced. Yeah. And but I actually we're gonna think know. we're going to know soon. I would be as a guy who'd like to draft Javante because I think he's really good. Is you know, do I want Melvin Gordon to resign? Because Melvin Gordon's going to fall coming for the job. He's not coming for the job. Let's get real. Like Melvin Gordon is going to be a one B who slides into the background over the course of the season, who gets displaced. He's going to be like a Jordan Howard type to continue my Miles Sanders comp. You know, he's going to eventually get out of the way. Whereas like, what if they don't re-sign Melvin Gordon and they draft Rashad White? Rashad White looks pretty interesting. He's got a pass catching skill. Well, they got Mike Different from Javante Williams. Mike Boone's a power back. So that would suck. You really do not want them to get a guy who's also really good. You know what I mean? Melvin Gordon's not going to yeah. be really good this year. The, the, if they so, I, I don't think they would take a Rashad White. That would be, not be good. But I would hope they wouldn't do something like that. I mean, maybe if they lose they Gordon, do, they yeah. think they need another back. But the way that I would look at it, um, with Gordon coming back, is just there is risk because, like, what we saw last year, like Gordon just was playing well enough that he didn't really slide away. He wasn't yeah. playing bad. I was hoping for him to yeah. play bad. I was writing about signals every week. Like, this is annoying shit. I have Javante in every team. I can't <laughs> yeah. really say that they should be playing Javante a ton more. If you have two competent backs, I've always said you should probably use them both. That's a smart, real football thing to do. Keep them fresh, whatever, you know? And Gordon was playing competently. And so the risk for me if he comes back is just that he plays well enough again to not slide away. Or even then, if Javante has some struggles – right? Then you start to get some 60-40 games Melvin's favor if Melvin's playing well, too. Like, that that would be in the range of outcomes. I, I would not expect that the whole season, but it would be in the range of outcomes for a few weeks, and that would obviously impact Javante's full season line. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. If I if I had a team, I think I would... Like, if I had... If I was in charge of the Browns, I think I would just have Nick Chubb in there on, like, every snap, and then if he got banged up, I'd have Kareem Hunt in there for, like, every snap. I'm never tipping my hand. You know, the guy's in a rhythm. I just would... I would have like a workhorse. Back not even like split would, drives. Like why not split drives? Eh. If he if the guy is like if the guy's like saying okay, give me a give me a breather, sure. But like uh, outside of that, no. It, I would just kind of hand it over to one guy. Interesting. I think like I, I think there's a legit argument for just like letting guys stay a little bit fresh and and have more juice later in the game. Yeah, maybe split drives does make more sense. But I, I just wouldn't not – I would not have, like, a third down back if I could help it at all. I think I that's the dumbest – I, the I think that's literally yeah. the, one of the one of the dumbest things that NFL teams do. Bringing in James White or J.D. McKissick. And it's just giving up on possessions. It's like it's third yeah. long and we're not even trying. Yep. <laughs> it's like yeah. it's kind of what happens. so stupid. Especially let's when do you a draft that we're already 50 yeah. minutes into this show. Yes, okay. let's, yeah. get in, let's, let's get into draft. But the Melvin-Javante thing is just – Again, I, I want to reiterate, in my opinion, it is like at worst at this current cost is like medium loss, huge win. Like like mass, like he could be the RB1 win. Yeah. Like the overall yes. number one player in fantasy yes. win. This could be his breakout season and he goes on to be a multi-year stud. And that's what you and want. Yeah. You want and the he's so good, year. and the offense is going to be good. You'll never – I don't care what Pat says that Russ is washed. <laughs> I, do, I don't I, think that, for the record. I'm pretty sure you said that. Uh, I think maybe you were freezing. I said I'm just, freezing. I'm just asking questions. Why hasn't he looked as good as he did in early 2020? <laughs> Why hasn't he looked as good? Okay, I'm just asking questions. 
<laughs> no, but I, I really do think this is just like we can argue till the cows come home about like all the different nuances of it. And it's a fascinating like argument. But like it really just boils down to like you can barely lose on this player. You can this can be the player you wish you drafted in 100% of your teams. So like he doesn't have the pass catching profile. I don't think to like necessarily have, I think he's got access to kind of the legendary season, but I don't think it's as easy for him uh, because he's not, he didn't profile as like a big pass catcher and he wasn't awesome as a pass catcher last year. He wasn't bad, but he wasn't off the charts or anything or even close to that. So I guess he also pass protects. He also does pass protects. So he's going to be out there. Yeah, or he can be out there if they choose. Can that. we just wait? Can I just draft him a little bit in the late first round? Can we just hold wait on? What before pick we hype the shit out of Javante Williams? We we got the sixth pick. Take? I want I want to know what you guys are doing in these because I have not done any of these yet. I, like, I'm only through the third round in no. I'm I think I'm through the sixth round in one of them, and I I'm waiting to pick in round three in another. So I don't have really many ideas here. Fine for uh, okay, can I can I get my yeah my super super quick yeah. take before before we pick. QBs actually have gotten totally out of control. And so in my opinion, like how to win this tournament is kind of leaning into not necessarily like fading all the early QBs or going crazy, like a zero QB type of thing, but like kind of leaning into that. Just watch. It's going to be all QBs before we pick. And then it'll be us. And we're going to be like, okay, are we taking Joe Burrow 106? Or are we taking Jonathan Taylor or Chris yeah, Cooper? Yeah, I want to take McCaffrey. Taylor and McCaffrey over Burrow. Right. Sure. And so that it gets Would to Would you take Kyler? Point. I feel like I would take Kyler. I would take Kyler. I, I think Kyler is the cutoff yeah, for me personally. It's interesting. I, I agree with you guys on that. And it's so but you're going to see. We're like, wait till all you five QBs go, then we have to cut it off. <laughs> and it is. So are, we, are we Taylor over CMC? Or where are you guys at on that? I don't. I'm, I don't have a super strong I don't preference. Either. It's half PPR. We can just do Taylor. Yeah. Does the Wentz trade worry you at all with Taylor? I mean, it could get ugly. Well, they're gonna get Garoppolo. No, they're gonna get Jimmy G. I think it's. I think it's. I better, Everyone's right? like, oh, that's why, why yeah. trade? That's, why trade Wentz better. to get Jimmy G? Like, I think that's, that's a better. good thing. I think it's a good thing. I mean, Jimmy G is not better at real life football than Wentz, but for Jonathan Taylor, he's better. Yeah, he's better. like Wentz. he's a game. He's a a manager, and and Wentz I think isn't. he's better at real life football. Wentz is. By but like by how much, a minuscule by very small, little, a small, by amount. very little. Yeah, Wentz at least and the like difference between like Kirk Cousins and Derek Carr. That's the yeah. Difference. I like. I think that. I, yeah, that's a good take. But so wait till we get back to our second. Wait till our second round pick comes, and you look at the quarterbacks that are available, because they're all st- they're every fantasy relevant like <laughs> top two he's, or three. He's tiers. still on the board. Yeah, what the dude. Fuck? Someone, someone in our Discord was like, I almost got in just in the last two days. Multiple people have said, I almost got Taylor CMC. Another person said, I almost got Cup Taylor. They were one pick wow. away from getting those combos because the, the quarterback shit is out of control in these drafts. It's too much. CMC yeah. One thing I know, there's kind of like, it feels like some of the quarterbacks who have jobs that people aren't excited about last a little longer but like yes. i don't want i don't want dude i'm i'm totally i am totally pro go qb early in these this is insane this is too much like i, I think qbs matter quite a bit in super flags this is too much this is insane yep. one thing about these this format right it's only two wide receiver right what's right. the what's the starting requirements right uh, uh quarterback two running backs two wide receivers tight end flex super flex 
So only two. All they did was turn a wide receiver position into a super flex. So I did a uh, Bitcoin Sherpa just went CMC Chase, I think, which is like you shouldn't be able to do that. That's, that's not fair. so sick, dude. That I mean, that that's is uh, like figure out your quarterbacks later when you can get those. Guys. I think I have CMC Jefferson in the one I did, <clears throat> which is the, that's the same thing. That's just it shouldn't be possible. But the that's people, in my opinion, have like realized rightfully so how valuable quarterbacks are in Superflex, but. They can be the most important position and still be overvalued in these, sure, in these yeah. drafts. Yeah. That's that's where I think the rub is absolutely figuring out that, that part of it. Like, yeah, like I even says it's not too much when you actually look at QB 20 to 30. I mean, I definitely know who those are. We've done, we've done a lot of Okay, is hurt, does Hurts make sense here? Or Hurts or Fields? Hurts no, or Fields, I, I do think, makes sense here. I, I think it's Tyreek. Yeah, I'm good Tyreek with Tyreek. If we're not if we're not going to do, but uh, if you guys want to do Hurts or Fields, I'm down. So the only I thing I will say about Hurts or Fields is that's where the tier break comes, unless you like Watson. Yeah, we could get a solid like QB one. You guys want to get a solid QB one? Let's like let's fields. not make fields. it. All right, fields. Let's do fields. I love Fields. Did I get it in? Yeah, I got it in. Nice. Natural host fingers on. Uh, I mean, because the, the point is, we're trying to win a tournament here. Like, I know the QB twenties and thirty are not good, but when you can get, like the running back and receiver points still count. <laughs> like, why, like, that's the thing. Exactly. Because you, if you could potentially have Tyreek Hill and Jonathan Taylor on the same roster, and they could pretty easily have a season where they are the RB one and the wide receiver one, and and by a lot, like all you need to have then done is found a way to get starting QBs that are scoring points, like. QBs score points in every start. Like that's why late round QB works. It's not, it's not going to be easy to do that, but we would be taking rookie QBs late. We would be taking, you know, the guys that people don't want the, the forgotten, whatever, Mitch Trubisky or something, you know, just to try to piece oh, baby. it together. You're, you're speaking to my heartstrings. <laughs> that's my highest, that's my highest, that's Trubisky. my highest known quarterback. That's my highest known quarterback in every, in every format of these early underdog drafts. How many, uh, really? how many quarterbacks do you take in these? I think it totally depends. So we have we have one. So I would call this, you know, we're unless you guys want to take a cousins, I think we're probably gonna take a, you know an AJ Brown or, or or something else. Here we're gonna like anchor quarterback, which is you definitely need to take three at least. I think four, um, depending upon how I the think draft with breaks. the best ball element, you want four. I've played yeah. best ball super flex for a long time. Oh, we're up. Do we want? AJ or Pitts, AJ Brown or Pitts. If you want to, so one other thing that's a big perk of this is taking the elite tight end because then you, you, uh, yeah, you know, it I locks up. You can agree, only take two. But we got Waller sitting here and Kittle's way back here. I mean, we can easily yeah. grab the. Yeah, let's definitely take Brown. be there. AJ, yeah, it's fine. I mean, we just took Taylor Fields, AJ Brown. I'm feeling real. These are these are guys that I am a big fan of. <laughs> For anyone who's read the, yeah, this is a fun <laughs> team. This years. is this is you can't get Jonathan Taylor and AJ Brown in a in your as your one two start in a regular draft right in the first and second round and you can yeah. get them with with a good quarterback. <laughs> we could have just done it with Tyreek without a yeah, QB, right? Right. But I was gonna say uh, I emphasize super flex for some reason. I was trying to say I've played a uh, best ball super flex dynasty league is what I was trying to emphasize. And feel very strongly that the fourth QB is helpful. Even though I had Dak and Lamar in that league for a long time, um, just getting to the fourth QB because there are there is variance and there's injuries yep. and 
I mean, I think like if you could pull this off where you could get wind up hitting on five starting QBs, if you have a good QB sleeper like a Trubisky and you want to take a shot late, I think five QBs is fine. It's almost like the of the running back position in a normal draft where you have to start two. There's no flex where you could start a third quarterback, but having five on your roster isn't like a bad thing, I don't think structurally. Hmm. That was one of my first thoughts on this too, is like I don't think people will think enough about I think people will think they can get by with three QBs. Getting to a fourth QB is definitely an advantage. And, and is, I, I think you can get by on three QBs if so, like you're gonna see a lot of people taking three early or even like four right. early. That's which is just crazy to me. You're yeah. you're you're just killing your upside, right? Because yeah. we're getting like we could have just had Jonathan Taylor, Tyreek Hill, and AJ Brown. Our upside is just through the roof compared to to your team. Uh, Do we want yeah. Waller here? Uh, I really like Waller here. This is kind of a yeah, break, a tear break everywhere you else. You guys like it? Let's go for it. I actually kind of like Nick Chubb and DeAndre Swift normally, but uh, we can do I Swift. I would, I would, I, if I you want to do Swift, Swift, I'll do Swift. If you want to do Swift, I, I'd rather do Waller. I think Waller's yeah. a smash in this in this format. Let's I think. Why are these tight ends going this late? Like. That's exactly what happens in Superflex. People just forget tight ends exist. I mean, it's just but like, like you you need to crush the starting lineup in this. There's no flexes. Like right. But like people's minds are, I have to get the running backs and receivers. And the only other thing I can make a D2 or four is the quarterbacks now. So now like tight end just gets forgotten about. It's like. But I'm, tight I'm, end is the biggest advantage. I know. Because right. it's it's, the it allows advantage. you it allows you to structure the rest of your team to win those other positions by taking exactly. Waller, Kelsey, Andrews, Kittle, Pitts, right? Yeah, exactly. And you can't catch me. If Waller's what we're hoping, you can't catch me at tight end with a bunch of tight ends. I can't. No. As much as I like to take wide receivers early, I can somewhat catch you with a bunch of wide receivers compared to your high-end wide receivers, especially if I'm beating you at tight end regularly. I love the super – I mean, God. I, it's so I fun. I'm really happy they did it. I would be – this is my favorite tournament yet. I would be hammering these. They, they, I'm so happy they did it because it, it's so fascinating to think through. So like when it opened, I don't know if you guys drafted Pat, if you drafted when it first opened these ADP, this is not how it was. It was like, I've only gone too slow. So I, I haven't, it was I like maybe Josh rooms. Allen 101. Then you'd get JT. Then you get CMC. It was like oh, wow. the quarterbacks were very, very slow to come off the board. And all of a sudden everybody just, it just the switch flipped. And all of a wow. sudden now it's like, 13 quarterbacks in the first two rounds, like in the first, like 20 picks, you know? So um, it is great. It's fun. You want Mac? So I like kind of Mac Mac? Jones here. And what do you think? I don't want to do Mac. Mac feels like paying for the. What about Aaron Jones? I I, I, I like Aaron Jones. I'm a little worried about the receiver for. I mean, what do you want another running back for is what I meant. Well, because I mean, we basically can go go hyper fragile. We could piece I mean, together RB too late, you know. I mean, I like the wide receivers. Jones is a pretty a nice but, pick, but so I'm fine with just it. Ruined our team. Can Thank you, you. Can you talk? You can you talk me. about Metcalf? Can you give me your this Metcalf ADP pick? doesn't make sense. Fifth round for Aaron Jones after the after the Aaron Rodgers resign. Yeah, well, there's it's super flex. Yeah, uh, Jones is Metcalf a fine ticket. pick there, but structurally, I think we wanted to get into some receivers because we've already gone tight end. I think we're going to be floating in receiver value. The, the Metcalf case by and for was that his efficiency was actually down last year, but his targets per outrun were up. And he actually mm-hmm. showed this target earning ability that he hadn't shown the first couple of years. And 
I mean, I still think he can be an efficient receiver. Like I, I, I was expecting him to bounce back next year with that target boost. It's more stable targets per out run. I mean, he took a big step forward, like four or five percentage points into like truly legit range for a downfield guy that has, you know, YPT efficiency um, upside as well, which he showed his first two years entirely, but not last year. I mean, his efficiency can be down again this year, but like he showed target hog with air yard and he's got some after the catch ability potential. That's all real good. And so there's like, I'm just willing to be like, well, maybe they still move him. Maybe he gets a better quarterback onto his roster. Like he's a good young receiver, like for sure. Yeah, I think the they rumors, might move him. There, there was a there was a rumor that uh, they they want Deshaun Watson. Yeah, this, I mean Seattle Seattle wants Seattle's going to make another stupid trade. It's, stupid. It has to happen. They're going to take everything they got for Russ and just turn it into and Watson. They're going to turn it into one that. thing. They're going to put all of those eggs <laughs> in one basket. They might trade well, up to like the top three to take Malik Willis. Like, just they're yeah. going to do something dumb. Doesn't Watson have a no trade clause? Does he have any footing to stand on? Yeah, I mean, really? like, he literally can't – they can't trade him to Seattle if he doesn't want to go there. And I would not go to Seattle. I'd rather sit out another year than go to Seattle. If I was to <laughs> I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. I would sit out the 2022 season rather than go play for Pete Carroll in Seattle. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't. I it will hurt his I value. Actually, it will hurt I, his value. I agree, actually. But, yeah. I don't know that Deshaun <laughs> Watson will tip. agree since he's probably sitting worrying if he's ever going to play – Right, I think like he's, he he's getting paid. Clock on whatever discipline might happen or whatever. I th- I think Carolina might go all in for him now. I don't know that I'd go play for Matt Rule either. I would not. <laughs> who would you rather? Who would you rather play? I'm for not Matt? playing unless I play. For I'd rather play. I'd rather coaches. play for Matt Rule. I'd rather play for Matt Rule because I think he's getting fired sooner. Yeah, but you won't be the one that makes him not get fired because they're gonna. Carolina will win if Deshaun Watson. They'll win the division if Deshaun Watson is there. Yeah, but you can have a falling out, and there can be this whole thing, this discontent quarterback. Maybe you can you get can, him pushed out. You, you, you You're not getting Carroll pushed out. Russell Wilson just tried that, and it didn't work. So you know that you don't have that path. Deshaun Watson's going to go from almost in prison to being able to have the power to push his, <laughs> the head coach out of Yeah, he's a star time. NFL quarterback. He's going from almost in prison to about to get traded three first-round picks for. So, yeah, he, <laughs> he's true. definitely going to have that power. That is true. Well, like up, we live in a fucked-up world. We sure do. corn. McLaurin, yeah, we're out of. Uh, I should, I should, I shouldn't have said it because I know who this is, and he's going to take McLaurin. Yeah, well, he's I mean, also probably watching. He's got Carson Wentz at quarterback, bro. Like, what about Evans? What if, what if the Bucks get uh, get Watson? That was another. Uh, room That'd be. The, oh my god, they're still in their window, and oh, oh we got McLaurin, guys. There we go. All right, cool. Ben, are you cool with McLaurin? Yeah, go ahead, take him. He should have taken McLaurin. This, he has this team was fun for the first three picks. We can take bad players now. Do you want someone Whoa. else? Whoa. Whoa. McLaurin's Do you want Evans? Is... Evans is here. Is no. there McLaurin's like? a good pick. McLaurin's a good pick. Thank okay. you. <clears throat> I, I, I'm bummed that Ben's bummed. We, we were so excited about this. No, team. no, no. I'm not. I just think structurally, the 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 second running back there when we're in the super flex, we only have the one QB. It's almost like I yeah. would rather take the second QB. It's it's the easiest position to piece with volume late. We could have, you know, I I, I don't I think it. in super flex I'd want to get a second running back early. I mean, that's the position yeah. I would be forgetting. I would still make sure to get the elite tight end like we did. I want the receiver depth no matter what. And, it, you know, hit the QBs where you can. 
I'm fine with zero RB and super flex. And we already well, took Taylor. What I was thinking I mean, is like, basically, can't we at this point go like, you know, take just like two more running backs total, but take them like yeah. later than we would in a traditional hyper fragile build. And then that leaves us a lot of bullets at wide receiver and quarterbacks. Kind of yeah. what I was thinking. Or what you'll I think see that's later. Yeah. The, the running backs that are available later, it's crazy, man. Like if Jones is, you're right, Pat, that Jones is a good value there. And if he's a hit, like if he's a top seven player, uh, you know, running back, or, you know, he could be better than that. But I'm just kind of saying Dylan's there and whatever. But let's yeah. say he's RB7. Like, and Taylor's really good and, and Brown's good and Waller's good and all this stuff. Like, yeah, like he'll be a piece for this team for sure. I just like, I definitely lean more towards zero RB when you, when you bring in yeah. super flex. And so, especially with sense. Taylor in there, it's like, I just want to piece together RB2. I just want to bet on Taylor and RB2 is the weak spot, you know? I would like literally just take the rest of our running backs to our last four picks. Would have been like my preference probably and have like five backs, but they were all late, 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 late backs as our RB2. I think think between that and uh, Ben, you and Sean did a podcast on what I would probably call from like round eight to round 11 maybe is this tier of all the – Connor, Penny, Ramondre, mm, yeah, uh, you know that that whole tier, and so that's where I've just, Miles Sanders goes there, right? Like I've just been living in that tier, so I've like almost all my super flex teams are zero RB teams because it allows you to get a quarterback early, it allows you to dominate wide receiver and tight end, and then you can still get right if James Connor comes back to Arizona, it's like he's not a freaking ninth round pick. He's a, he's a what do you guys like here? I like Devontae Smith and Amari Cooper, and I De- and I'd also do Baker Mayfield. I, I like Devontae and Baker. Yeah, that's what I was looking at. Devontae, I, I all right, let's, let's, let's do Devontae. Devontae. We're gonna keep pushing QB. They're going high. Malik Willis went last round. Like they, uh, people are the not draft, stopping. I I hadn't done one in a couple of days, and I did one before we we hopped on. Malik Willis went fortieth overall. That's I think crazy. you just keep pushing it. Eventually, these people have to stop taking quarterbacks. You don't want to be the one at the end of the run. You want to not if everyone's one. taking five, like you suggested. I mean, there really aren't any quarterbacks left. <laughs> uh, our quarterback two is about to be Mitch Trubisky. So I, yeah, uh, I had the one hundred one. Cool. I had the one hundred one. I took Josh Allen, and Mitch Trubisky was my QB. Was my QB two, and I took four. We're gonna be fine at QB. Things are gonna work out here. We're gonna get into some fun late round quarterback takes. We're really we gonna get galaxy three? brain. Yeah. So, I mean, we still got Brown, McLaurin, and Devonta. It's not like our receivers are bad. The fact that we're willing to to push our QBs has made certainly the two running backs really okay. The early tight end. I, I mean, you want even more receiver depth than that, but like this is a good team. This is a this is a this is a good team. I know I agree with you. I typically prefer zero RB or like anchor RB in this tournament, but this is a good this is a good team. Do we? I mean, what what about Mac Jones as a as a one v one with Aaron Jones? Is that like I, I I'm starting to feel a little left out in the cold here on quarterback? No, I want Aaron. Talk Jones, me through yeah. it, guys. Talk me through it. No, Aaron Jones for sure. So I think this this is a thing that I actually feel fairly passionate about. Like with this QB two spot pushing it, if a value presents itself, you can take it with an upside guy. Mac Jones is not that archetype of a player. Yeah. And so and it's got to get flat at the other positions. It's finally starting to flatten out at the other positions, but we were adding like impact players. Yes. And so getting uncomfortable with QB2 slash Superflex is like, in my opinion, the biggest edge in this. Whether you're 
first quarterback is Josh Allen or it doesn't actually matter who your first quarterback is, but getting uncomfortable with QB two is like literally there's probably not another team in this draft besides the guy picking right. (laughs) Do your research is Josh Pringle. He's in the chat. Who's getting uncomfortable with his quarterbacks, but like no one is willing to get uncomfortable at at quarterback in these drafts. So if you can do it and then when you hit, obviously you need to hit, but the payoff, the payoff is like, and Fields Crazy. isn't even like you a win every yeah. you match at you you match at quarterback and you win every other position when you're willing to get uncomfortable at that QB two spot. That is pretty interesting. I have uh, I'm glad you I'm glad we did this before because I have Justin Fields. In All the right, line. I got the pick. We just got on the clock. Go to QB real quick. I want to make sure he's still there before I just like start throwing out names. I think we go Garoppolo right now to stack with Taylor and play that he's going to Indy. That's oh. been the latest report. I, like I think he's because we're playing him to be a 16 game starter right now. And I mean, maybe we could have pushed that, but I kind of think we should just get it here. What do you guys I think? like it. Do you think, do you think we can take him? I'm going to ask, do you think Jimmy G has the like fantasy relevancy though, that even like makes it worth a pick? If Taylor at, at is all? a superstar, then I think the offense is good enough that yeah, I that think so. He can. Because he I, wasn't really in San Fran, right? He like wasn't, he was, and neither was, was once necessarily in India. It's a fair question because they don't really. But I think they're going to have to add another receiver. With but it, but can Wentz had some it, useful weeks this past. Yeah, year. I was so I was going to say if he does what Wentz did last year, we would be pretty pretty happy with him here. Yeah, we would at this at this cost yeah. in in superflex. But right. can he? Can he do? Yeah, I think I he's think definitely he ahead of Goff. Yeah, because yeah, sure. we're playing the Taylor. We're playing the Colts to be good. You know, we're playing Taylor to have twenty TDs again, and I mean, I think that definitely correlates with Garoppolo being good on a season-long level. One of the reasons well, I that I was down for it is that there was a guy I really wanted who was my next guy that I wanted that wasn't a quarterback. It was a little bit down the board, um, and he hasn't gone yet. So, hasn't, Oh, no, this, hasn't. this guy's saying he's watching Jimmy G drafted. You got to go in on him like you went on me. So did you go in on somebody earlier today, Eric, for drafting We had Jimmy a conversation. I don't We've had so many conversations in the in the Discord, but I'm still not sold on that Jimmy G is a starter, like super fantasy. Not not oh, necessarily a starter. Right. I think he's going to be a starter, but like a guy I want to spend a pick yeah. on over, you know, whoever was there. Um, Dude, when did Judy go? go? Oh, Judy went before I pick. Like, Sutton, yeah, he would have been a good pick. Sutton, Sutton went too. I would go. No, I don't think he's fantasy relevant either. We can push that if you guys want. Let's but... push it one more. Let's. Push who it else do we got? We got nine. Garrett seconds. Wilson. Garrett Wilson. Little Ayuk little or Wilson. Wilson. Yeah, let's do Garrett Wilson. Wilson's fine. Yeah, I like Garrett Wilson a lot. Garrett Wilson. Uh, start. Okay, so right behind Traylon Burks. That's kind of where I feel like that's where he should be going. They should be going very close to each other. So I just on the just to tidy up the the Jimmy G thing when I envision him on probably a worse offense at best an equal offense let's just let's say they're equal he was not particularly fantasy useful you know even in superflex like you like in theory we can find guys in a couple of rounds that are yeah, doing, right you. you you talked about golf like he's not that different from golf if the if reason i like Jimmy him Garoppolo. here is in part because we took fields 
who I think will be a high variance. He won't be a weekly stability guy. He's going to have some down games and some spike games. So I actually don't mind in Superflex having one guy who, like, I feel like could get us 15 to 20. He doesn't have the ceiling, yeah. but can get us 15 to 20 a week and be like a – I mean, we're playing him to be a 16-game starter, first of all. Like, that's the, oh, yeah. that's rule yeah. one. But if he is a 16-game starter, like, he's he's our, like, stable QB. And now we have Fields and some other high-variance guys. I think you can get into some trouble without at least some stability, right? And, like, that's one thing I'll say in Garoppolo's favor. He's probably going to have – well, I mean, I guess he could have some games where Taylor just runs all over everyone. And he but they also – the Colts early in the season, they had a decent pass rate on first and 10. They weren't – they were more of a balanced team in terms of pass rate over expected overall. They weren't this, like, ultra-run heavy team the way the 49ers were. I mean, the 49ers were just yeah. so run-heavy. And I think the upside to the Colts offense is better for fan for QB agree because Reich is like a QB for not rushing quarterback scoring. Yeah, yeah. I think he yeah. just hated Wentz. Like, look at the way that their whole team is just crushing Wentz since the trade. That has been crazy, by the way. Everyone in India is just like didn't like him as a teammate. All the takes all across, like, that's <laughs> you don't see that much public like bashing. Yeah, all, all the beats are writing articles about. Look, they just didn't like him. They didn't think he was a leader. They didn't think he was a good locker room guy. It's kind of crazy. Like the day he gets crazy. traded. So I am just going to comment with Jay Wyke in the chat. First of all, Jimmy G is not a better value than Trevor Lawrence almost at any point in the draft. I'm not. I I, I don't agree with that. There, one guy <laughs> has upside. The other guy, you're like, please God, give me 15 points. And I'm not. I'm not. I'm right, not Trevor Lawrence, you're praying we'll give you 15 points. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're up. So, who do we like? Oh, Albert, Albert Owen. Um, is, is, is Mitch gone? Trubisky? Yeah, Trubisky went before yeah. Garoppolo. That's why I was like, we oh, I'm going to put Uke in the queue, yeah. right? Because I use. Let's do I use. Yeah. Let's do I use. Okay. Another receiver's great here. Yes. Yeah. We're, we're piling on receivers right now. Yeah. We need to do or that. Or quarterbacks. Um, the, well, so, the only thing I was going to say about. QBs so, we can just kind of sc- scan them, Pat, who's available. Oh, yeah, Ralph Howell, Brady, just just oh Brady, thumb. and so guys, we should take Brady. Don't Brady's tell anyone. Not playing. Don't I tell took, anyone. We should take Brady. I took Brady <laughs> one one time. I took Brady one time. I like I when, like uh, Corral and Howell I, in these um, yeah soft rookie yes. sophomore drafts. I've done I've I've done the same thing that you're talking about, Eric. Where I just like skip all the quarterbacks. I've taken Fields. But I basically don't – I'm not taking Zach Wilson. He wasn't good last year. I'm not taking Trevor Lawrence. He wasn't good last year either. And he's going very expensive. I, I, there's real opportunity costs in the rookie and sophomores to take those those quarterbacks. I just take three – I take like Willis, Howell, and Corral. Or I take like – like I just take three of the rookies. And So that's, that's my counter to the Jimmy G thing is you feel uncomfortable right now with Matt Corral and Sam Howell and Ritter and yep, Mariota – and Taysom, and you feel uncomfortable it. with those guys, and Pickett, you feel uncomfortable with those guys right now, but they're about to get a job. Yeah, right. You know, and they have more upside than Jimmy Garoppolo has. And it's just that we know for sure he's going to be a starter, like well, ninety nine point nine percent. Right. We're now. doing it right now, right? We should. I think we should do it. A hundred percent. Let's Corral's say which guy do you yeah. like better, Corral? Okay, Corral's like the highest upside, I think. Yeah, he's going to start for the Seahawks this year. Oh, so do you think – I think Willis goes before nine, and I think the Seahawks are going to take a QB nine, and he's the one that is sort when of – When does Pittsburgh pick? Seven? Pittsburgh – no, they're later, aren't they? Aren't they in the oh, teams yeah, they or something? The playoffs. You're right, you're right, you're right. 
uh, how many was like 1920 or something like that? Seventh overall. Hell draft order. Yeah, Willis has been getting a ton of buzz. He's going to go crazy high. I like Howell too. I mean, Howell's, oh, Howell just went, but Howell runs. Uh, he ran a lot last year, ran a ton last year. I think he had more rushing yards per game than uh, Malik Willis. He didn't. He didn't run at all the year the year before. He's a weird prospect, dude. He was like awesome, uh, shocker with oh. Deami Brown and Javante Williams and Michael Carter and uh, Daz Newsom. Like, spoiler alert: he had four NFL players with him, and he crushed. Right. And he was a really good recruit. He, he's a good football player. And then they all left, and he had freaking no one with him. And that's when he just like started running. Like Kate has got our next pick. Oh no, he went. No, he went. I, I liked uh, it too. Oh, uh, that oh, great. that's a good. That's if a good, we're picking so him to the Seahawks, a, he could have got him with Fant. That would have been nice. That's sharp. I like this comment from Nick. He says Hayden's at once like a pyramid scheme. Saw something on Twitter says like an FT. No one understands his utility or value, but they just keep <laughs> buying Opiki <laughs> Moons. <laughs> that's exactly Carson Wentz. That is gold. <laughs> I missed that. That's an amazing. That's great. I hate it. That's the best analogy I think I've ever seen. That's so good. I can't believe that wasn't Denny. Denny wouldn't have uh, have known the specifics of NFTs though. Does he know what an (laughs) NFT is? He does. I I think vaguely he does know what they are. I don't know if you guys saw. Speaking of Noah Fant, uh, Pat and Denny were out at the Super Bowl, and they interviewed Noah Fant. And Noah Fant was there. He was promoting an NFT project. So he oh, was like Jesus. pitching. He was like telling. He was explaining to Pat and Denny like, "Is it an NFT project?" And Denny was just like, "Mm-hmm." <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was one of my favorite moments of the of the year so far. Jesus. <laughs> uh, Rondell Moore just went. And, so we're at uh, three cues. Is there like any he other cues? Do we, have, where he's going. do we have three? We have three quarterbacks. Yeah. yeah. Three quarterbacks. Click on click on QB though. I just want to see if there's anything else that we might want. to What do you think about here. Isaiah Spiller though? Also, I, I think about I like him. Well, Anything like else would be solid right now. Oh, we could take Brady, guys. What if Brady comes back? I can't back? even tell. He's not. <laughs> He's talking about it. Uh, do, do, do your research. We we got to stop uh, giving away all our picks here to do your research. I don't know. He's I'm kinda, Oh, guys, Will Fuller. What are we doing? He broke yeah, his finger. Fuller. Fuller, yeah. All right, let's do it. He broke his finger. I know. Oh, he's injury prone. He shattered his finger. When you shatter a finger, you, you're much more likely to shatter another finger because that's a thing. That's what they say. Clearly, that's you've what never they broken say. a finger. Clearly, you've <laughs> yeah. never broken a finger. Yeah. You, your all left my hands, ring all finger all my... is now more at risk because you broke one on your right. <laughs> I broke one finger and I never. Oh, no. I actually did break another finger. <laughs> I was going to say I never broke another <laughs> finger, but I broke two fingers. <laughs> See, unbelievable. This is, this is why you don't take Will Fuller. Ben literally just proved it live yeah, on you air. You break one, you're going to break another. And one was ben. tipping a pass in a flag football game. <laughs> I snapped a finger. Playing Ben's defense. injury prone. Yeah. <laughs> it was weird. Did you guys see Fuller posted? Like, I don't, it was like a month ago. Uh, a picture of him in like the hospital bed with yeah. like, the big cast. No, he. He just he, got surgery, like recently got surgery again on that finger. Or the, the, first the word time. I, was I that know. he like literally shattered it. Like it was, there was just like a shitload of frac. I think it's it's been a like a harrowing journey back from this finger injury. Uh, so I don't mean to make light of it, but I I feel like the discount that we're getting, like you know, a year removed yeah. from the injury, is is kind yeah. of you put the silly. pins in it, it it heals. 
Right. Eventually, I assume. Is that what you did? Ben? I had pins in one of my broken fingers. The other one lined up really well. They showed me the crack in the X-ray, but it was like it was my ring finger, and it was just I got I went up to tip a like a deep ball, and it just you know it's like jumped to tip it, pulled it right back, broke the play up, pass breakup on the play. Well, as long as Will Fuller catches the touchdown, then do we really care if uh, he gets re-injured if it's in the playoffs? Yeah, no, we don't. So, guys, I hope you know what uh, I'm about to suggest here. No, you're not please. gonna like it. But it's not. <laughs> not gonna like Gordon, it one bit. Is it Melvin Gordon? Let me just go ahead and get him in the queue. No, absolutely not. <laughs> Go to the tight end. Go to the no. tight end so we can find something better than this. We're not. I got He's a late. Find the best pick. Hold on. I have a late round tight end. He's not worth discussing yet. I promise you will like it. Can we wait a, like a, at least a couple of rounds? Yes, I swear. Who's a receiver? Who's a receiver? I actually have around? a pick. I really like. I have a. I, I think Rashad White's kind of a smash here. Dude, I like. I like, I, like Rash- I like Rashad White. I like Daryl Henderson. We can take Rashad White, but Daryl Henderson. Why does Daryl Henderson go after everything we just saw? Why? Why is he going in like the fourteenth round? Someone explain that to me. I guess because Michelle's there too. I guess he get hurt again. Yeah, but but Michelle's but Michelle's gone, right? No, I think he's under contract still. Is he under contract? I think so. I thought I thought he had two years left. I, I may be wrong about that. No, he was on the same. He's the same year as Penny and those guys that are free agents now. He's a free agent. He's a free agent. Okay. And Ronald yeah. Jones. He's in that same class. Ronald Jones, Penny, okay. Michelle. And he got traded, so he would have still had that rookie contract. He's got to be a free agent. You're right. And they wouldn't have picked up his first his fifth year no. option. So okay. Well, can you go to receiver though? So we can like oh wait, do we have Actually, how many we hit the grid maybe? So we can what do we have? I, I can't I can't oh. figure out what do we have going, yeah, structure scroll or up. the top Just of that. Scroll yeah. up the other way. So we have six receivers. Okay. And yeah. How many do we start in this? Two or three? Two with a flex. Two oh. and a flex. And two yeah. running backs and one tight end and, and then one QB and a super flex and a flex, basically. One, yeah. two, two, one, super flex, flex. Yeah. So you could start four receivers if your other QB suck. If your QB right. really I think we're in good shape. Four. Yeah. So the uh, white was a good pick there. Then I was thinking we didn't even need to hit running back yet. But that it, makes the sense. wide receiver is the devalued position here. Which yeah, is I thought the, it was three receivers. No, still. that would be much more Not. fun. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's no QBs left worth looking at. Um, no, there there are. QB. Uh, oh, Ritter went. Mariota, I think is. I mean, yeah, Mariota might get started. Yeah. <laughs> and Tom Brady. <laughs> Do you really think Tom Brady will play this year? I think it's. Like I don't, but I think there's at least a, some of the national guys think there's at least a possibility. I mean, I don't know. He was in such a good situation before. <clears throat> I think he's. I think he's gone for. I. I could see him playing again next year, but I don't think he plays this year. That's interesting. Like he's he goes, you know, to... he, he takes a year off. He he decides that, you know, yeah, he's going to San Fran football. Haven't you heard the rumors? He's going to San Fran. So I think I'm ready running yes. back again, unless we have a good receiver option. What's that? What's that? Rece- what's that? What is Eric that? Eric our late tight end. I'm fine pushing tight end two with Waller on the roster. We're, we're playing for Waller to be a star. I got one that fits this team, I promise. 
The receivers? A tight end or tight end. A tight end. Okay. <clears throat> Where are you at on quarterback, Eric? Because we have three. Mark Mariota is like the last guy. I do. I do, I do I like. Saw, but... I, I, I do like Mariota. The other ones after this are guys that I don't think have a realistic starting job. They would be like kind of contingent bets. Yeah. But I think there are some. I think there are some interesting ones. But we don't. We wouldn't have to take them here. They would be. Where's Mariota going to start? Someone tell me the team that he lands on. Yeah, I, it's tough now. Because if Trubisky's going to the Giants, if he's going to the Giants, yeah, is it? Houston? It would be. Uh, it'd be no. no. Uh, it would be who? Like, there's going to be, be the a Steelers. Left with, the oh. team that gets left out of the Watson sweepstakes. The Steelers have said oh, they're out. Come oh, come on. Well, Do you don't have to research? worry about that. That's that's Pringle. I'm taking a lot of Julio Jones. I gotta I gotta t- come clean on that. I mean, I think he's we're, a we, we, value we should, right now. We should keep taking wide receivers. I think we're we we're fine start, at running back. Yeah, we're we fine at quarterback. I mean, Julio Jones had, was pretty good when he was on the field yeah. last year. I was going to say Gainwell, like just to get a fourth running yeah. back. But I like we I can like take Julio. Too. I like Khalil Herbert also. I like Khalil um, Herbert. Yeah, I was going to suggest him too. I, I have quite a bit of Khalil Herbert. Just again, can, so I, one thing I'm doing in this, we talked about like the zero running back thing. I'm I'm very zero running back heavy in these drafts because I'm just like, dude, it is march <laughs> you know what i mean like so much crazy shit can happen so i'm just taking all the contingent bets that includes free agents that includes murky we situations pick everything mariota i'm i'm on yeah, tilt i know casey says carolina and that's a good call he would be that'd be another good landing spot for him the other guys are not going to start darnold's not starting who we click back on qb i don't think there's any i don't think there's a lot lock might start Lock and Trask have uh, in their in the, Lock and Trask in their range is to start. I I, yes. I, I know that it's oh Minshew but... Minshew's a free agent, right? Let me look. Izzy, can you check that? Yep. I guess we wouldn't take him here, though, right? No, no, no not here. We wouldn't. But he'd be someone to consider. What do you, Who guys do you like at running back at this pick? point? Do you want to click over a running back? Yeah, he's yeah. under contract. Minshew's we got under seven. Contract. Okay. Oh, dude! Like I feel like Raheem Mostert is undervalued. Oh dude, yeah, I, love, I like that. Call. I love, I love Mostert. What? Also, I, Chuba. I, I mean, if they're trying to yeah. trade McCaffrey, he's gonna. Have There's to a few names there we're taking. McKinnon is a Both. good pick. Yep. We we've even taken Gaskin before, who I don't love to take, but like at this at this stage, like you can take a swing this. On. But this is what I'm saying on like the zero running back or Ben when you were talking about earlier with the Jones thing. It's like I like Aaron Jones as a value too, but there's like infinite amount of names back here that like yeah could skyrocket or or they're just contingent bets right chuba is going to be on the panthers even if cmc is still there he has contingent value Mostert is like if he comes back to san fran he's a smash if he goes to miami he's a smash i think he's but it's just we just don't man. know yeah we just don't know oh, miami i didn't even think oh, about God. that i didn't dude. think about the miami thing either holy that's shit good. that's good Oh, I'm not going to be able to stop drafting Mostert now. Uh, <laughs> that's that's the, that's the appropriate response to that that possible scenario. What do we have? Welcome, to, have welcome to my welcome to my teams. That, that is <laughs> Raheem, Raheem. I'm like I'm like Raheem Mostert in the 17th round. Can you imagine if he's oh on my the Dolphins? God. Unbelievable. We have four more picks here. What are we looking positionally? Another running back. Three, four, seven, one. We took two early running backs. So. 
Uh, I think the this, seven receivers is enough with only two and one flex. Maybe I think eight. we're. I, can, can can you look at our team, Pat, really quick? I want to see yeah. who the receivers are, just to they're visualizing. They're pretty good. AJ oh, most are McLaurin. ties in with IU too. Oh, that's nice. We're 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 still probably chasing a little bit at at wide receiver. Like the thing is, yeah, I mean, like you like you should have strong like really yeah. strong receivers in this format. And so this is good though. Wilson's gonna go high. He's gonna play. He's our four. I you can fuller five six Jones. I get it. Like we could definitely use it. I think we almost need one more at each position. I would love a four two B. Yeah, one more running back. One more. Receiver, I like that. One at each. One at each. One at each. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Um. Mostert's going to help your team for the first two weeks, no doubt. That's a good. Is that's it, a good comment? That's a good comment. How late is your tight end pick? Um, he doesn't get drafted in normal big board twenty round drafts. Okay. So okay. Um, in superflex, he probably also doesn't get drafted. I mean, we did do the one early, he so correlates I correlates with this team. He he correlates All right. with this team. All right, we're just going to say it. that for the last round. Yeah. Um, God damn it! Do your research. Why are you going to do that? You're going to take Sky Moore? You're going to take Sky Moore? That would have been a fun, I, I, fun I, I, little I, element for the show. I, I hope, told uh, you he's watching. I told you he's uh, watching. So well, what about Minshew here just because we've been talking about him? I'm fine with the quarterback. I, so the other thing I was going to say about quarterback, can we wait on quarterback? I don't think yeah. anybody's going to yes. take Minshew. We what, about Robbie? What's our what about Robbie? what about Robbie? What about Robbie? What about Robbie? Oh, gross. Sure. God, Sky Moore would have been so much better. Why do you, why do you want what about football Jared? players? Oh, that's oh, yeah, oh Robbie Jarek. is not a bad football player. Jarek would have been the pick. I'm very oh, angry at you. Do your research. That would have been a lot can, of fun. Was, was Brevin Jordan was, your your tight end? No. Okay, because he would have been a good pick. He's who I want. Brevin gets drafted. I don't, I don't yeah. mind. I don't. I don't mind Brevin Jordan, but no, he's not the guy. Um, why do you hate Robbie? Robbie was, was really like, really bad last year. Yeah, it was terrible. Have you year. seen the Panthers? Yeah, but like he was. That's, really well, that's a terrible. strong counterpoint. <laughs> Wait till if the Panthers get this. This is my favorite um, thing to like, troll, and so I'm about to use it to my uh, benefit. But everybody always says, "But if they get a quarterback upgrade, can you yeah. imagine?" Yeah. And I'm about to I'm about to say that. But like, can you imagine if the Panthers get Deshaun Watson? Like Robbie Anderson will be awesome, and that is true. But you know, they he might also suck with like. Garoppolo, right? Or Mario. He might also suck with Deshaun Watson. Yeah, that's he was really bad. I don't I don't buy I don't buy that he's bad. I don't buy Yeah, um, I don't actually think he's I I don't buy I don't buy that from a fantasy perspective that he doesn't have like like look at what we're doing. I guess maybe we should have taken Hamler. I didn't realize that the the how many running backs do we have? Oh yeah, Hamler. God, way over Robbie. Yeah, we should have taken Hamler. The chat knows who I'm taking, by the way. Well, then you they're going to take him. Aren't half these people in this draft? So maybe we should take uh, him next. Yeah, let's take him next. I like that play. I think that's a good pick. I think that's one of those picks that's going to be like really hyped by the end of the, the summer, but won't be now. Yes. Yeah, let's do that. Especially with the Jimmy. I mean, that's a great Jimmy. That's Jimmy a perfect fit. With it's Jimmy a perfect fit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, He's yeah you said it was correlated, but it's it's like... It's beyond you correlated. Want, or, you want yeah. to take it? That's our whole bet. <laughs> it's like the whole here. offense working is is if all this guy those, has a good year. All those Pittman targets are going are going to this. They're, they're coming right <laughs> down. They're, the A dot's shrinking by four. They're going to Kylan Cranston. <laughs>
The new so Kittle, was, baby. Let's start the, the new, new Kittle. Kittle narratives. <laughs> yeah. Give us so new was, Kittle. Kittle I was, Granson. I was smashing Granson before Doyle retired because it was just, I don't know. I thought it made sense that, you know, Doyle shouldn't be keeping Granson from getting on the field. And if he's keeping him from getting on the field, then Granson just sucks. So, you know, it is what it is. Now Doyle is gone. Bo Ali Cox is a free agent. I'm like, like they're not going to invest at least I don't think that much in a, in a tight end. And they just drafted this kid. Yeah. I that was a, good, that was a good call for sure. I, I think they're going to see what they have in him. I don't know what that means for fantasy. So but we're like, trying I, to hold out like for to one more QB and one. we need to get another running back. And I believe McKinnon is still sitting there. Go to running backs. There's like a few more that are other good ones too, though. Yeah. McKinnon's at the top of the board. He's going to go. Oh, uh, how is McKinnon going in the 18th round? Yeah, there he goes. And there he goes. Keyshawn Vaughn should be going well above this. He's the last man standing in Tampa Bay. They're going to bring someone in, but it might be fucking David Johnson or something. You have another QB, Eric, in the store? I have have some, like, you know, galaxy brain QB takes um, that I think are that I think are pretty fun. Oh, Minshew. I think Trask. Th- we can just talk about him. I, these people aren't going to take the guys that we're talking about. I think Trask is um, a reasonable guy. Like if Tampa Bay, if the musical chairs happen and Tampa Bay gets left out of QB, they just they just drafted him. And you know, I don't know. Maybe they like him. Who, who knows? He could be a starter next year, but there's uncertainty, and so he goes super late. Huntley is like a. Maybe Baltimore trades him because somebody else wants him. No, they love him as their backup. Who else? They, is there any more names? Scroll him, down yeah. a little bit. Where's Fitzpat? What's Fitzpatrick? Oh, Mason. Did he like retire? Mason Rudolph could actually start. Yeah, oh, Fitzpatrick so bad, is. I, I wouldn't mind. What about Fitzpatrick? Him. Couldn't he end up somewhere? Yeah, I've heard zero. He's, Every guy he's, he's ever backed up has gotten hurt. It's a hundred percent correlation. Got arthroscopic surgery. Oh, he takes Wentz's job. Wentz just, fucking sucks. Just take him. We have Jimmy G though. We, we can't have them both in the Jesus Christ. No, no, no. He's taking Wentz is in Washington. Oh, yes. I'm like saying it. if if he stays in Washington, oh, he's gonna take Wentz's job. You're, you're saying you're saying he's gonna take Wentz's job. We have McLaurin. Oh my and god, we, we just got the Fitzpatrick yeah. McLaurin stack. I enjoy championship. I enjoy, okay. I hated the pick, and now we've galbrained a stack. So, I'm well, like, I mean, I was, I was, you guys caught up to my big old galaxy brain is what happened. You were thinking Indy. Yeah, you guys, you guys hadn't right. caught up to where Wentz is. You know, you're Get with the times. Wentz is a commander. <laughs> <laughs> they could bring him back. That would not. I mean, they they only traded a couple thirds for Wentz. That, okay, can I competition? throw competition? I know we took him. Can I throw two two names out? Everybody's sure. very uh, stuck on the rookies that we're projecting higher. Um, Carson Strong yeah. is not that worse of a of a QB. Pro- I mean, he's worse, but he's not that much worse of a QB prospect than some of these other guys like Ritter, and he doesn't get drafted in these. And my like super galaxy brained uh, take that I do on like zero quarterback teams where I take like five or maybe even like six quarterbacks, just all super late, uh, is Bailey Zappi, Western Kentucky, uh, quarterback. 
Not a bit. Right Here he is in the, uh, right. in the yeah. not a bit. I, mean, list. I knew he not, was a rookie, but I was trying to figure out if not a bit. He is a rookie. He is. Uh, we talked about you know how I do have takes on players and and all of that, and like from grinding college football DFS and watching so many games, he's the kind of guy that I believe is like legitimately good at football, but doesn't have like all these measurables. You think that, he's guarded uh, in the NFL? requires kind of sort of yeah i mean he was an air raid quarterback um, yeah and hmm. but but i legitimately think he's good i legitimately yeah, think, yeah, you he's, think he's governor mitchell so yeah. wait who, what do we want to do here running back not only not quarterback running we got to grab a, an rb back. click on rb real quick deontay foreman's here trey sermon's here uh oh sermon i kind of like Som- sermon at this price sony sermon sony sermon algier pierce I'll go with Sermon. Oh, yeah, I would do Sony too. Sony, just because he doesn't have a team, doesn't Sony might get a job. Yeah, he Sony looked might good. get a really Sermon good job. Yeah. Sony should I was, be well, I was worried we were going to time out and I was going yeah. we to take Kyle Trask. So Sermon's just, fine. Sermon's fine. Yeah. I like Pierre I Strong. Like Michelle too, though. Pierre Strong is a good pick. Someone said him. Strong. Uh, there's good rookies back here. Since so what are we doing in the. That was the 19th. So our last pick is what? Oh, wait, we have another pick? Running back. Running we can back, do quarterback okay. if you want. I thought we only I had think four it's... left when I said that. We did hit one of each since I said that. So we do have this bonus pick now that I didn't. Bonus pick. Oh, I know who our bonus pick is. Another RB? Another RB. I don't want to say it because right. I think we're on the do, you, do your research side of this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is, Josh Pring- is- that, is, that is Josh Pringle. And he's. Oh, that's Josh Pringle? Yeah, yes, he's very good at this. He's very good at this, and he's. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, I got too mad at you, Josh Pringle. Yeah, no, yeah. get mad. Like, let's get mad at him. I, I've been messaging him all week. He's been uh, in the Omni Fantasy drafts, and I mean, Pringle's a good dude, but like, why are you stealing all our guys? <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> I am a little. I am a little bit. Uh, the Sky Moore one annoys me because I didn't get a chance to happily click Sky Moore on the on the podcast with with Eric. That would have been a lot of fun. Shout out, Josh. Thank you. Um, While we're approaching, I don't know if the running back that you're talking about is this, so I apologize if I'm spoiling it. I don't think I am. Uh, I've been taking a lot of Jarrett Patterson. What do you guys think about Jarrett Patterson back here as a content? I like that. Yeah. Uh, I I like that for sure. Uh, One of the other guys, the guy – one of the guys that just went, this isn't the guy I was talking about, but I think Foreman is an awesome pick. Yeah. Yeah. He, he looked really good. Dude, these are way too good of running backs to be available back here. In the what? 20th round, there's Michelle so many Foreman. Good. Like, what? Dude, you can build. We literally could have won just Anchor RB and taken. Yeah, we probably should have. Now I'm, now I'm back off of the, the Jones pick. Dude, I want to do so many of these drafts. Oh my God. Now you've I learned. Know. Now you've learned how these drafts go. I it's... literally have. I told, I told the people in our Discord, I was like, I'm gonna do 100% zero RB in these drafts because, like, I think you can anchor. I'm gonna yeah. eventually hit the right combination of the right. What about Eno? On one. Yeah, I'm down with Eno. I like Eno. I love it. I don't think both will be back. If they're both back, we're in a tough spot. But if they're not, you know, same thing. Right. Contingent bet in an awesome offense. Right. All right. He looked good when he got a little time this year. He did. Yeah. yeah. He's Rashad White, who we took like. That's a pretty good five team. rounds earlier, except he's better. It's Pat, a pretty good you team. did well. You did well with the short clock and not usually being the guy on the ones and twos. That's I appreciate true. that. 
Appreciate that. All right. So our team is Justin Fields, Jimmy Garoppolo, Matt Corral, Ryan Fitzpatrick. <laughs> does, does this? It feels a little light at quarterback, doesn't it? That that's that when you read it out loud, it doesn't feel good. <laughs> it doesn't feel good at all. I have good. to say. It, the it QBs seems like could maybe be we better. Blew it. The QBs Did we blow be it? better. All right. <laughs> Did we a blow little, it? I'm a little worried about your quarterback. <laughs> yeah. I love the wide receivers. I love the running backs, <laughs> but I'm a little bit worried about your quarterbacks. <laughs> God, it does feel a bit scary. <laughs> Matt Corral might, might be a second round pick, and this team's immediately dead. Matt Corral's not like a top 15 pick. This team is. Matt Corral is bad, by the way. Matt Corral's not a good football player like he, he's a good athlete he was a good college football quarterback i have zero faith in matt Corral being a good nfl quarterback what about howell then well, are you are you do you think howell's more of a wild card in that he could actually be good i think i think howell is actually uh has a wider variance like is much wider variance i'm gonna start taking howell then I'm gonna start taking the film Hal. takes. I've taken more Hal. I've taken more Hal. The film takes okay. at QB like actually matter kind of a lot to me. Like I feel like if you watch the guy week in and week out, you get a pretty good feel if he's good or not. And so, yeah. so if the you're telling me Corral, that you watch a lot of Corral and you think he's not very good, he's not. He, I, like I watched a lot of Jake Locker. I knew Jake Locker wasn't going to be a successful. Correct. So that is a unbelievable. I'm so happy that you made that just random reference. That's how I feel about about Matt Corral he put up tons of college numbers he played for Lane Kiffin in a Lane Kiffin offense that literally it's all play calling Lane is a mastermind and Corral's a good athlete so he ran a lot and like Lane designs shit open and so Corral was good enough to make that happen he lost them games more than he ever won them games at at Ole Miss despite this past year, they didn't have a ton of talent, but he had Elijah Moore the the year before. Like they were not lacking for talent um, most of the time at, uh, at at Ole Miss. Whereas Sam Howell this year was at least like still putting up big numbers with with absolutely nothing and like running with. I mean, Mac Brown coaches <laughs> coaches UNC. Lane Kiffin coaches Ole Miss. There's a big stark difference in the situations that they were in. And so um, I, I, I'm not really that bullish on like, Sam Howell. What, 85? How like literally, like he might die tomorrow. <laughs> he's <laughs> very old. Not. I hope not after you he's, said that. Yeah, yeah that, that would, would be, be really dark now. That would be very unfortunate uh, for my uh, podcasting <laughs> career. But uh-huh. but I, I think Howell is, you know, they're both really high variance players, but I, I'm a little bit more bullish on Howell, but Honestly, I don't love either of them, but I, I'm very anti-Corral. Interesting. All right. I think I'm going to start taking more Howell because I've been taking Corral because it seemed like maybe his draft position was a little bit more uh, likely to, to fall, you know, well for him. But what do you think about Pickett? Was he legit this year? <clears throat> I mean, his numbers were legit. Pickett was the Pickett was an absolute stud. That, so I'm going to literally answer a question with the question. The like hand size and measurables and all that. How do you guys view that with a quarterback? Because Pickett was one hundred percent my. Gotta throw it in the pot, and that's an my... extreme outcome. <laughs> like I mean, I'm serious though. Like that's one where I'm like, 
I'm not going to ignore that. That's a really yeah. extreme number. It's not. Nothing. I mean, I have bigger hands than Kenny Pickett does. I do too. I measure. I'm five eleven. My hands are bigger than this. Like what? <laughs> Eight, so I didn't measure my five? hands, but he was the. In my opinion, he was the best quarterback in this class. Thorman did, I'm, and I have a. I have a, a tape right here, so I measured him. Jesus Christ! Because <laughs> Thorman put a picture a... on the timeline. I was like, you can, you measure measure... Measure... Yeah. "Can you measure mine?" Can you measure mine, Put it up to the screen, please. <laughs> oh, eleven inches. <laughs> wow, that's, need... that's some Sky Moore hands right there. <laughs> Sky Moore has the largest hands in the class. Can you believe that? But he's, he's so you think 10. Pickett's good, other than if the hand size is an issue? I think I think Pickett is. Uh, that's my like Bailey Zappy take. Pickett is like a good football player. I'm like nine. He's just a good football player. Um, he also it. runs enough. Like Corral and Howell and Willis are getting the running quarterback label. Pickett will run. He's not a runner, but he will run. You know, it's kind of like Burrow does now. Yeah, yeah. Burrow Travis May compared bit... him to Burrow in that way. Yeah, yeah. He he will run. He's not a runner, but he he will run. And I I just think he's a better football player. Take that for whatever it's worth. Um, I think it's kind of. Right, I've been challenged by Daigle here. Oh, Daigle says I have smaller hands than Pickett, so okay, I'll, I'll be right back. <laughs> He's literally gonna go measure his hand. <laughs> I love that we started uh, reading off the team and we got through the quarterbacks and that was it. And then we we made it into uh, Matt Corral. We're on yeah. the third player of our team, and the next thing you know. Uh, we were his... we had another Bailey Zappy <laughs> reference before we got to Jonathan Taylor. <laughs> Listen, go watch Bailey Zappy. I'm telling you, I've taken I've done like 12 of these Superflex drafts. I think I've taken Bailey Zappy three times. And he, if he gets drafted in the right spot, he he could be one of the like Davis Mills, like how Davis Mills was starting yeah. for the shitty team yeah. later in the year. That that's what he can be, and I think he's better than he he absolutely is better. Than if the Seahawks decide they're going to take another toolsy edge at nine and then take him in the third round, exactly, he'll be their starter exactly. by week. He'll six. be he'll be starting later, and he's better than Davis Mills in my opinion. How and do you measure see, your hands? What's the appropriate? Uh, Thorman did it on the table and put like his pinky at the zero, and so that's how I was doing it. And I was doing it in the air, and I, I was getting a smaller number. So I think you are supposed to lay it on the on the table. Oh, it's got to be on that. That's what she said. So you lay your hand on the table. <laughs> you lay the tape measure down, and then you lay your hand on top of the tape measure. Line up okay. the end and reach your thumb as far as you can. We can't read it. It's what this can legit for Daigle. It looks like about uh, about nine inch hands there. Not nine, nine and a little change. Nine and a little change. There you go. I got Joe Burrow hands. Okay, that'll work. Joe I'm Burrow, on. not Kenny Pickett, to be clear. I got Super Bowl appearing hands there. <laughs> Daigle's probably got little little seven and a half inch hands. That's why it's got to come at me. Little baby hands, Brandon Allen hands. <laughs> Brandon. Allen. All right, Pat, you got through the QBs. Who are the, who's the rest of our team? Yeah, I don't even know who we dropped. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we got All sidetracked right, John- after reading those QBs. <laughs> Jonathan Taylor, Aaron Jones, Rashad White, Raheem Mostert, Trey Sermon, Eno Benjamin. 
That feels pretty good. That's yeah. a fun. Okay, we've got past the horrible part of our team and into the good part of it. That's our a good part. <laughs> I'm a little shook from the quarterbacks. AJ Brown, Terry <laughs> McLaren, Devontae Smith, Garrett Wilson, Brandon Ayuk, William Fuller, Julio Jones. And that's that's all of our wide receivers. Yeah. Uh, oh, <laughs> you literally drafted Julio Jones, and I can't even get a, a Robbie Anderson. Like, how is that a fucking real thing? Please, <laughs> because <laughs> because Leone gave up on Robbie Anderson. That's how dusty he was. Leone finally stopped playing with DFS, and, uh, and then he was still playing Julio Jones. So, <laughs> and then if I remember correctly, Robbie finally had a big game. <laughs> So that yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah. Actually, Robbie, I believe, won someone a million dollars. Yes, that's correct. He was, on, <laughs> he was on the Millie Maker winning team. Yeah, that's true. All right. We also took Robbie Anderson, which is a good pick that Eric talks to. And then Darren Waller and Kylan Granson to pair with Jimmy Garoppolo, who's going to the Colts. Let's go. That's this a good is pick. a fun team. This it's not our best team, team, but you know, we're 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 new to the format. I think it's a fun team. So it's the definitely quarterback a fun thing, team. But the quarterback thing is like I, this is how you should honestly feel about your team. At, it doesn't have to be how you feel about it at quarterback after the draft, but you should feel about your team like you run through a position or something about your team, and you're like, "Fuck, that's ter- that's terrible." You know, you you end your team, yeah. and you're like, "Ah, uh, that's bad." Because well, and we you- knew when the QBs were when freaking Malik Wilson went in the fifth round or whatever, like. I mean, we, we did take fields, but we were saying we're going to have to hit at QB. The rest of it, we're going to be loaded. We're not going to feel like we had to get a ton right necessarily because we have a lot of good players at those spots. I mean, I honestly feel like we could have been deeper at running back and receiver than we even wound up being. Right. But it, I mean, took Jimmy, it's because he took Jimmy fucking G in the ninth round. <laughs> Who went with Jimmy G is the only viable quarterback too on this team. That's our <laughs> best pick. Yeah. Uh, Mitchell Trubisky was available. We could have oh, taken. Pat, they want to Trubisky. see the full board. View, view the yeah. full. Board. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Casey good. just wants yeah. to admire his own team. He's hoping that we'll look there at his team. Go. I think he's right. in the one slot. He he feels good about it. it. This is a good Twitter screenshot team for Casey, so he feels uh, like we need to look at it. I went to view full draft. What the? Yo, what just happened? View full draft. Uh. That's- that's all. That's all I, got. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Info. What if you click info? Oh, yeah. You can click Casey's team. You can click Casey's team. Yeah, we can. We can review individual teams. I don't appear to be able to pull up the draft board. Oh well, yeah. He has a. He had the one hundred and one. <laughs> well, mean, the Daniel Jones Daniel pick. Jones. I mean, Mitch Trubisky's backup isn't probably going to get you that many points. Yeah. Wow. This team needs to get sauced at QB. I mean, and this is coming I mean, from our team. You can't you can't be weak at QB in this format. <laughs> you just can't. You know this is Superflex, right? This would be fine. But seriously, if you're only gonna take no, three be fine. Keys. This is a regular big board team, it'd be fine. But this is Superflex, Casey. Yeah. You gotta check the rules, man. <laughs> if you're gonna only take three, one of them can't be Daniel Jones. That's my rule. That's right. I mean, Jesus. In, in, yeah, Casey, on the positive side of things. I may have gone over the sauce level that uh, Casey requested. In fact, he never even requested sauce. I think he just, he just asked to see the not, full board. I literally mild. Re- I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> he literally did yeah. not request viewing his team. No, this yeah, is just right. what happened. I mean, you probably should have pro- drafted a Superflex team. but yeah. yeah, but the real problem is that he drafted 
the 49th pick overall, the backup the backup quarterback for the New York Giants, which is pretty goddamn impressive. Let's see the rest of his team. Let's give him a compliment now. I feel bad. Well, for it him. starts with Josh Jacobs, so I mean, that might be hard God. to do. All right, go he to the receivers. With, keep going. Keep going. The running backs are, t- are a tough team. Right, Does he know that Kyron – dude, I could beat Kyron Williams in a race, and that's his QB – or running back three. Uh, or four, sorry. Now, how how much are you factoring that in with Williams? Because I would like to still take Williams if he's going to go real cheap. You know, like he he. I, I love his profile. I love his profile. I know. Does he have I'm, like Kelsey and Kittle? Are there other good players at tight end yeah. that we haven't? Where to are yet? the good players, Casey? <laughs> uh, <laughs> We're waiting. Tyree Kill and Stephon Diggs are pretty good. Okay, he has Jameson Williams. We're good. Yeah. Did some? Did he tear his ACL or something? I can't remember. Uh, Mike Jasicki and Pat Fryermuth. That's pretty good mid-round title. (laughs) It's fine. It just took, we had to get to receiver for. I tell tell you what, this does make me feel better about pushing it at, uh, at quarterback. Yeah. You see what normal teams look like. He, he got Josh fucking Allen and you see how hard it is to make a team even around Josh Allen. Where do I mean, Tyreek Hill and Stephon Diggs in a yeah. league where you only have to start two wide receivers. I mean, that's pretty sweet. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. But Robert Woods as the wide receiver three. I know, Eric. We already sauced him. We didn't ask for it. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Casey. <laughs> I, I, I love you, Casey. To a Daniel Jones turn. <laughs> but I completely. Can you do? Uh, can you do, Josh? <laughs> uh, do do your research. Josh right, didn't ask to get, get ready. I don't care if you. He sniped yeah. us at every goddamn turn. Yeah. Desmond Ritter's going in day three. Marcus Mariota's <laughs> not starting for anyone. Wow, Sam Howell's. We've been over this. <laughs> you got one QB. Congrats. Dude, and Russ, I mean, Russ has struggled since mid 2020. Yeah. Struggle <laughs> city, dude. He struggled so hard that. His team gave up on a Pete Carroll, a Super Bowl winning coach. Didn't even <laughs> want him anymore, dude. This is this is rough at quarterback. Rough. That was excellent work. All right, moving to moving to running back. What do I we don't got? even know who Kevin Harris is, which is saucing myself. I like, literally don't. <laughs> yeah. South South Carolina. He's um. He's a modern. It's too generic day. of a name for me to remember it at this stage it's, of the offseason. I don't get it. Some of these, some of these guys have been taking Cam, Kevin Harris, and I, I, I don't. I literally don't get it. He's like, he was like Jerome Bettis in the SEC, just like it's in not a deep running back class. Brutal, really it's not. It doesn't make any sense to me. His running backs are good, though. The rest of his them. running backs are good. Isaiah Spiller's a great pick. Uh, yeah, one thirty-eight. I mean, jeez. But let's keep going down so we can make fun of something else. Yes. Uh, Justin Jefferson, Jefferson, Mike Williams, oh, is, Hunter is Renfro's your two. third receiver. <laughs> <laughs> he loves Renfro. I know Josh. He oh, loves. Oh, he Renfro. got Wilson with both Sutton and Tim Patrick. Yeah, pretty smart. That's Renfro's nice. actually not even that bad of a I pick know. there. No, he's he's, a, he's literally he's actually Josh been awesome has, in yards per outrun. Awesome. Josh is the person who has literally convinced me on Renfro. We came into yeah. the offseason, and I was like, I'm I'm not. Are you kidding me? I'm not drafting Hunter Renfro in the sixth round. And he actually was the one who uh, started to convince me that he made sense. I think I think he's a fine pick, yeah. Yep. Jefferson. And Patrick I, I wasn't Williams, in on, but, I, but I'm going to come around now, I think. This is a now. good receiver for him. I think Williams is Pat- a little bit high. What do you think about Patrick versus uh, Hamler? I like Hamler better. I like Hamlet better too, but I could definitely see Tim Patrick be like 
sort of like a Jermaine curse where he get he plays over his head yeah. just because he's yeah. playing with Russell Wilson. I think I think you should split him if you're you know from a best ball exposure perspective. Like I prefer KJ Hamler if you want to go a little bit higher on him because you think he has more upside. But like, who are we to say how the Broncos are going to deploy yeah. these four guys? You know what yeah. I mean? Like if they want Judy in the slot, which is what they have done. Hamler might not play a lot. Yeah. Hamler, Hamler might. I mean, oh, I think he got Albert O with that. Dude, this seems sick. I'm so, I know we're supposed that to sauce it. Better than RT. Hits and O, That's and sick. then Jalen Tolbert is an awesome. I love Tolbert. Pick. I love Tolbert. Awesome. So this is a great team. This is a this great is the team. team that left the good players for tight end. I was not. I was not prepared for you to scroll down and show me uh, Pitts and Albert O behind door number four. Let's scroll back up to quarterback. Yeah. Just, just a mess, now, guys. The only way. Do not scroll down because everything else is great. Dude, everything else year. is fucking loaded. And if he hits on one of these quarterbacks, we're screwed. But he won't. Wait till Marcus Mariota is starting for the. All right. These guys want to review Corbin and Bitcoin. Corbin Sherpa, like I want to use Corbin. I'm hoping his name. Uh, go to I hope your name's Sherpa. Corbin. Uh, yeah. Welshier. Oh, See Welshier. No, the last no. one. Okay. Oh, well, last sure. one. All right. We we'll got get back Tannehill, to that. Willis, Hill, oh, Heineke. We're on. This is Bitcoin. He also Sherpa. asked for it too. In the chat, Taysom Hill at 131, 47 picks above his ADP. Yeah. Uh, Oof. His mentor is uh, is out of the league now, so I don't think that's gonna, gonna do it. That. Does he does he know that Carson? The, the dude that he has just got traded to the to the Commanders. Where are you at on Malik Willis? Because I feel like doesn't he carry some of that that Trey Lance risk that he might sit the whole yes. year? Plus, we don't know for sure where he got drafted. A hundred percent. Why does he not yeah. carry? He's a worse prospect than Trey Lance. Yeah. So Tannehill's your only quarterback. That's not very good. Let's keep rolling. <laughs> well, but, but Tannehill was in the thumbnail, which you know people were very nice about the thumbnail. As everyone knows, I had to make the thumbnail this week, and the reviews are pretty good. So maybe I mean, maybe I- it was an homage. In, 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 in all seriousness, Jason Hill and Tyler, Taylor Heineke are going to combine for like 20 points this whole year. Yeah. So I'm sorry about that. I'm Not even like team. being an asshole saucing. Yeah. I don't rough. think Taysom Hill and Taylor Heineke is how you want to round out your quarterback uh, group, personally. And this guy's touting Bale and Zappi. So, you know. Exactly. <laughs> all right. It's not even his how name. Many, <laughs> hey, <laughs> if you, yeah, it's not Balin. <laughs> Sorry, those are good running backs. I'm fine with all those at those prices. CEH is a fine price right now. You good mentioned running, the great running back stuff. We were, great we were in backs. on McKinnon. Yeah, this is this is a really good running back core. That's a real good running back core, actually. Yeah, I really like that. No comment. Chase and Waddle at the top of receiver. Ooh, Metcalf. Ooh, Ooh Amari Rondell. Josh wow. Pickens. This is pretty damn good. These yeah, tight ends Odell. must be shitty. These tight ends got to be shitty. Although Odell, that's such a late ACL tear, but yeah, it's tough. David Bell is also, I mean, he's getting ding for his athleticism and, and rightly so. I mean, it's a concern. I think he'll probably th- fall to the third round, but like Jarvis Landry's athleticism sucked. You know, you can, yeah. you can be all right. Felt Calvin Ridley's good. athleticism sucked. Like he wasn't, you know, the scouts were sit, weren't talking about him as like this explosive athlete. You know, he's more about, if you uh, watch David Bell play, you were never like, holy shit. This guy's right. an unreal athlete. You were just like, right. he's really good at football. Exactly. Who exactly. So it doesn't here? undermine like the the perception of him, I think, yep. in a major yeah. way. Like yep. Traylon Burks' athleticism is probably more important because when you watch him, you're like, oh, this guy's yeah. explosive. Right. Um, 
Right, they're throwing him screens. David Bell's the Keenan shots. Allen, Keenan Allen molded. Yeah, he's, he's a Keenan Allen molded. Jarvis Landry could potentially do that productive in the press. Love a good. I think he Keenan reminds Allen me a bit of, of Allen Robinson. Love a good Keenan Allen comp. He doesn't. He doesn't have the the jumps of Robinson. Yeah, Knox and Arnold's not very good. Yeah, you you kind of just punted on QB and tight end, but real good running backs and receivers. Re- the love running the running backs and, backs and receivers. If only the quarterbacks and tight ends could have been good too. Did you know it was super flex? <laughs> You I mean, did that? you did you know that there's a reduced amount of running backs and wide receivers in the tight ends one? Because that's also, I think, one of the key. You literally punted the two most important. At the very positions. bottom of that. I, I hate to go back to Josh's team, but to get the Kyle Pitts-Albert O, that's it's pretty good. You know, when your quarterback room is as bad as this, you, you need to have a good tight end, but that's I mean, pretty good. We need you know, Pete like, here to, to bonk on the roster patient horn because Pat's way too excited about Josh. No, 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 I'm not. No, I'm not because he, he didn't draft a single starting quarterback. But okay. uh, yes, <laughs> that's true. Uh, not even Russell Wilson. He's not even. Well, I mean, come on, well, we, we'll see. We'll see. We've established that Russ is washed. Russ is washed. We'll see. Pat they're gonna, obviously very... he's a bridge quarterback. They're going to draft someone. <laughs> he's a bridge. Right? <laughs> The very bottom team that wants us to <laughs> The bottom it. team? Okay, I keep looking Walsh for here. Yes. Corbin, Walsh. yeah. Dak, Lance, Lawrence, Mills? Okay. Oh, we got a good quarterback. Now we're talking. Bad Lord. Those are oh, zero RB. Patterson, Hines, okay, huh? Drake. Keyshawn's pretty good. Sony. Sony. That's pretty Chris good. Chris Evans. Yeah. Okay, that's a fun You could be okay RB here, girl. right? This team you're, could be okay. You're really not going to score a lot of running back points, but. Other than that, it's good so far. Big reveal. <laughs> we get good wide receivers. CD Lamb, Deontay Johnson, DJ Moore, Michael Pittman, Rashad Bateman, LaVisca Chenault, Marvin Jones. Okay, this is a pretty well executed uh, zero. I feel like it's I pretty like solid. Because he has, solid. hold on, he has Dak and he has Lawrence, right? What are yep. his quarterbacks again? Yeah. Can you scroll up? Uh, Dak, Dak Trey Lance, Lawrence Mills. Yeah, so he's stacked Dak, he's stacked Lawrence. I don't know about Lance and Mills, but who's he got tight end at the bottom? I saw Dalton Schultz. Dalton as well. Schultz. Double stacked, double oh. stacked Dak. And I like it. I would say team. only seven receivers here, and how many running backs did he go with? I think I would have liked another receiver with that receiving core. Yeah, yeah but, but the he running had to with the running backs, right? The running backs are yeah. really bad. Plus, you Four, can only seven, do the, seven, the two seven. wide receivers. Uh, well, the two in a flex, but. I like uh, this team. This is yeah, a good team. Good this team, is a good way to execute zero RB. Yeah, and this is a quarterback heavy team, right? So okay, so, so what do you do? Two. I think I'm skipping. I would the not Lawrence take Mills. Picks, you'd skip the Mills either pick. either Lawrence or Mills. One of the two, I feel like is you can get, you can still take four, but man, you look at those running backs and like he's he has the worst running backs in the whole league, and the wide receivers aren't that good either right and honestly the tight ends are are fine but not that good and so those receivers are good i like one I mean, one's one swap more? somewhere one swap somewhere yeah whether it's Lawrence one more good Kua, receiver right we took jimmy yeah. you know i yeah. hate jimmy but like you swap lawrence to jimmy and then take a, a fourth round wide receiver or yeah um, i like that yeah i like that's that. probably it that's or even like too. even in that you could have gotten an Aaron Jones and then you know right Aaron Jones just... and Aaron Jones and Trubisky or or Jimmy or Howell I, or Pickett or whatever. I think the running backs are fine, dude. I am like I am fine with Kareem Hunt at RB one. I don't really like Patterson as RB two. I don't really like Drake. Like the specific players aren't necessarily my favorite. But the but structure, 
I'm fine with Hunt at, at 132 as your first running back. I think that's pretty sweet. Yeah, it's I more about because you, you could have taken it was it was Lawrence and CD right next to each other. So you get a, another. I mean, maybe you get like a T Higgins or something yeah. instead of uh, Lawrence. That'd be pretty sweet. Or tight end. Or tight or, end. Great, great like, point. Great. Or point. you take or you take the elite tight end, right? And I like Schultz and Irv fine, but they're not one of the elite. Structurally, this is close to what I think. This is I good. Would do a lot of, especially out of the 12 yeah. slot. I really like this QB QB out of the 12 slot, Dak Lance. Like, just get two of them. If you're in the back, one of the big advantages you can do in Superflex, this is something Sean told me like years ago, and I've seen him do it. If you're at 12, like, hit two quarterbacks, then your QB two spot can be a differentiator. Right. You know, right. The only difference I'm going to throw out for that in this contest is sometimes like 10 quarterbacks have gone. And yeah. you're you're it's deciding between yeah. you're deciding between he got Dak and Trey Lance. You're deciding between Dak and Dak and Jamar Chase. Dak and Devontae Adams. Yeah. You know, so it it's this contest is so cra- the the Q the QB ADP is just so crazy that it's a it's a it's a tough it's a tough thing at the turn. But I mean at the three four, all he had left was Lawrence. So it's kind of like you know, he went, he went there and then he kind of, but you guys are right. He could have even not taken Lawrence after he started QB QB. And then I think that's what I would have done. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Dak and Trey Lance is fine, but then I probably and you go away from it. Lawrence. Yeah. 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 You don't need that third QB. You mentioned that right away when we started Q, three QBs in the first four rounds. I don't, I don't think you need to do, you can only start because, two in a given week. Because he got Mills at pick 108 and yeah. took Lawrence at pick 37, you know? And so that you could have taken Mills and then Fitzpatrick, and you would have been just golden. Or one of the rookies. Right? <laughs> Five like, we've, we've convinced Fitzpa- him that Fitzpatrick's a good pick. He nodded. You fucking <laughs> snuck that in, and I wasn't even listening to you. That's how much pay. We, we've done so many shows together. That, and so this is how Ben and I's Sunday morning DFS shows. He just is talking, and I'm just waiting for him to finish. And so I'm not even thinking. Not even <laughs> I'm not even thinking about what what he's saying, and I'm just like, yeah. So, what do you think about this? And that was literally what just. That was yeah, I was like, yeah, dude, just said that. That was literally what just happened. He was like, yeah, and you and you take Fitzpatrick, and I was like, oh yeah, you're right. And but that, that that's that was a if you're tuning in, rotogrinders.com/slash/premium. That's the kind of content you're gonna yes. get is me literally not listening to <laughs> on Sunday mornings. All right. All right. We hit two hours. This was a fun stream. Yeah, let's let's uh, let's close it out. Gretch, what do we got on the Omni calendar? What 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 should the people be watching? Mm. Uh, we had the the UCL these last two days. The next two are next Tuesday and Wednesday, same time slots. Um, that'll be the rest of the round of sixteen. Between then and now, we have the first golf tournament. So a lot of people ask me about how golf scored. It's an aggregate of the four majors plus the players, which is like you know one of the. It's often referred to as the fifth major. So we throw it in there. It's a fun one to kick off the golf calendar. So the winner of that will start to gain points. The, the way the PGA scoring works is like it's the best overall finish over those five tournaments. So you won't get any official on fantasy points from that. But like, if your guy wins that tournament this weekend, the players championship, you're going to be in great spot. He's probably going to have locked up some, some points for the on fantasy season overall by winning one of the five tournaments. So that's a fun one to watch. And then, yeah, the rest of the UCL and then March madness starts next two next Thursday. So we, we start hot and heavy, which is kind of the fun thing about it. These first like four months we have like, several tournaments i mean we'll have 
uh, NHL coming and we'll have NBA coming. Uh, their playoffs will start in about a month. Um, the whole college basketball season will be done, you know, a month from now. Cause it's like three weekends. They do the entire yeah, yeah. thing. Um, and then UCL champions league will be done by then. We, we last year we had a uh, Euro in the early summer, but this year with world cup, that's not till November and December. So it's a, there's a, you know, there's a little bit of a pushback there. We'll have some tennis events coming up. Yeah. These first few months are fun. Nice. All right, Eric, what do you got for us? Not a lot. Best ball season apparently never ends or there, there's no start and finish to best ball season. We are literally drafting NBA playoff best ball. MLB does MLB best ball has launched and we don't even know when the season is going to start. It's, it's absolutely crazy. Um, so just head over to spikeweek.com. Uh, my main recommendation is hop in the discord. I mentioned it a couple times on the stream. It's 100% free, and there's tons of people, including people that were in this draft. Shout out Josh Bringle, who sniped us at every possible turn of this draft, are in there just talking tons of strategy, NFL, NBA, MLB. If you want to talk something non-best ball related, there's people there for that too. And it is my favorite resource. Obviously, I'm biased um for talking about all this different stuff including the superflex draft that we did so that that's my big thing is uh the spike week discord nice awesome um all right make sure to uh check out that podcast i was talking about with uh with davis amico and friedman i'm, I'm super excited to talk about the wide receiver class in depth tomorrow but uh otherwise we'll see you guys next week